so, man, Facebook, internet, internet is a, a battleground on uh, Prop 19 right now. I don't know if you guys have noticed this at all, but uh, it, uh, uh, the, <laughs> the rhetoric's flying back and forth. I've been seeing some name calling, um, <laughs> all sorts of different stuff, man. Um, inevitably, inevitably, it had to happen. Um, I, I just it's a big deal. I, I mean, you know, we've we've we call strict prohibitionists some names sometimes, don't we? I mean, we're kind of rough on that For whole sure. perspective. But uh, what we're talking about here is a, is different. Um, uh, you know, obviously, I'm up here entrenched in the, the Emerald Triangle, and um, there's a big uh, debate going on amongst marijuana enthusiasts regarding Prop 19, and and people have been uh, people have been really emotional about it, and um, you know, so uh, it's 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 getting rough. We'll get into it a little bit later. Um, I just I just got one question for you here. I just uh, saw a friend of mine saying that uh, she thinks uh, if Prop 19 pa- passes, the economy will crash here, and uh, uh, people will find it difficult to feed their families. What do you guys think of that? Huh. I think that's going a little bit overboard. Um, it sounds like there's a little extra element of drama added in there just for flavor. Well, I, you know, actually, this is someone who's uh, – Probably put a, a, a lot of thought into it. A uh, person that puts a sure. lot of thought into uh, everything. That I'm sure, she does. for a lot of individuals, especially up north, especially um, more than anywhere else, there there's going to be a significant impact on on their income. You know, I mean, look at the difference it's going to be in a uh, in the the price that they can get. Well, I mean, do you? Okay, so I've been reading about this a lot more lately too. I, I'm not so sure that that the price is going to drop as dramatically as I mean, it's not going to do what Rand said. Um, we've been right. we've been seeing prices drop, but the the thing is, is that I mean, we're we're the major supplier of quality marijuana for the entire country. So uh-huh. the fact that there's a still going to be a large black market is still going to probably keep the prices relatively high. This is what I'm feeling. I'm not so sure that a huge price drop is going to happen tomorrow if if prop 19 passes it definitely won't happen tomorrow but will you know will it happen in 6 months will it dip some more i i would guess that it'll dip some but that it'll 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 you know it'll it'll get kind of steady pretty quick um mm-hmm. i just don't i just don't think that i i really think that the that the fact that there'll still be a large black market can uh, it'll keep those prices propped up um but you know i don't know i mean just just looking at the even if it did let's say let's say that you know it it drops i don't know down to a thousand dollars a pound wholesale um so you're now losing a third of your money uh of your profit basically um for growing a pound of marijuana what do you think right do you think uh don't you think that that those people might be able to um grow three times more marijuana um, yeah, that's, that's my initial thought about it. Um, I don't know how there, there's definitely going to be some significant adjustments for everybody involved, um, with cannabis growing in sales once prop 19 or if, if prop 19 is to pass this evening. So I don't, how much people are going to have to adjust, I guess that depends on how much they're depending currently on uh, black market pricing. Sure. Right. I mean, if, if your if your whole, if your whole world is, is on black market pricing and, and uh, you're, you're headed for a big kick in the pants for sure. I mean, maybe <laughs> that's we're, yeah. that's based off the assumption that the price drops that much. Um, sure. Maybe you're not. Uh, I mean, if Prop 19 passes, uh, the state's going to spend a lot less money on on policing. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, it, it it may not 
<laughs> slow down the the black market trade. Um, you know, so I don't know. That's how I'm feeling uh, about 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 the the pricing it just seems like there's so so many factors we can't really guarantee that the price is going to just plummet I, don't, I really don't think it will sure and that's a good really good point you make i mean even if it, if it were to uh experience drastic uh changes it, it's not going to be overnight it's going to be it's going to take some time sure. for sure yep yep definitely is what do we got we got anything going on how any anything going on over in uh Jay Selthofner's uh district we see uh what we got going on there I didn't, have you yeah looked? districts are reporting we have no uh definitive result yet for uh, district 41 um it'll be interesting we'll definitely keep following that one for sure um live election results going on uh, via Chicago Tribune election center from Illinois state that 82% of precincts reporting now for the gubernatorial race, um, still having Quinn, uh, ahead, um, by the same margin, um, about just, uh, just about two percentage points. Let me see. Still no reporting in, um, Arizona. I don't even know. I imagine that the polls probably just closed there eight minutes ago. So, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to trickle in fast. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is, uh, I'm kind of upset with the, the mainstream media today. They've been covering Prop 19 yeah. like crazy over the uh-huh. last, uh, couple months. You know, we've seen it increase dramatically, right? The amount of coverage that, uh, marijuana legalization uh-huh. has gotten. And today it is just buried, dude. I mean, these guys are not talking about it at all. Nothing, not a mention. So huh. I'm really disappointed about that. I, I thought that, uh, I thought that it would be, um, you know, that 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 they'd be talking about it some on the mainstream media, but now they're they're way more interested in their uh, traditional, uh, you know, who's going to get the Senate, who's going to get the House, uh, bullshit. So that sucks. Mm. I mean, come on, just cover it, just cover it some. I mean, they just showed, uh, they just showed the the beginning of the um, numbers coming in in California for like only the governor's race and the senatorial race that's it so but there must be something coming in if you, you guys find it in any california updates oh hey we need to let everyone know you can call in live tonight 707654 can uh we only have one and that's c-a-n-n 2266 um you can call in uh and talk with us on the air uh, at any time um there's only one line so when we are on the air with someone uh it's probably you know probably best to just wait until we're off off the line with them mm-hmm. so sure man it's uh results just keep on flowing yeah um oh did i did, did you notice jamie that that i got an email back from the um the www420babes.com dude I did not. I did not notice that. What happened with that? So you remember how we were? I was talking about four twenty cocksuckers last week. Uh huh. <laughs> well, Is that the one that signed off with the um, peace colorful... pot and cum spots. Uh, that would be the one. That one. <laughs> Leave it to me. Um, no, uh, it's not the same one. That was actually a girl somewhere else on like a networking site. Um, but uh, yeah, um, <laughs> this is the full on porn one where they were where they're selling the clips at like over a dollar a minute currently. He told me that they're currently because you know how I was talking about that the other day. I'm like, I thought porn was free, you know. 
or at mm-hmm. least you pay like a premium and you know like a monthly premium and then you get this premium like HD porn site or whatever and it's usually pretty sure. cheap. He said he's working on a on a monthly um, membership fee site for this. So um, so there will be some sort of site and he said that we can um, interview uh, one of his employees if we'd like. So we'll be getting back to him and uh, having a, a, a bongs and thongs pot and porn session sometime in the, <laughs> in the near future. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, wanted to update everybody because I know there's some listeners out there <laughs> who like that sure. that segment. And it 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 should be. Uh, it, I mean, shit. You know, ain't nothing wrong with a little pornography. No, no, I think it's healthy. Come on. <laughs> I'll tell you what else That's... is healthy. The San Francisco Giants are healthy. Oh, yeah. Jimmy's healthy right about now. That's right. He's a a small hero, isn't he? That guy, man. Let him smoke. It's offseason now. He was the man last night. Eight strikeouts. The Giants just dominated the Texas Rangers. I love it. I love it. I love it. Go Giants. Let Timmy smoke. It's offseason. Hey, did you... uh, So how did you feel about George Soros uh, donating a million dollars? Last week of the campaign, I think we lost Jamie there, um, but uh, I don't. I, I don't know how I felt about it. I mean, that's um, it, it, we're happy to take the money, right? Well, I think. I mean, I think we needed it. It's you know, it's, uh, he he funds a lot of a lot of uh, social issues um, and move on dot org, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, he is a you know apparently a Illuminati banker or whatever, and is connected with Monsanto somehow. What do you think about that? Uh, I have uh, not researched well, that, so I can't really, really say. Jamie, we got you back on the line. We're talking about the George Soros money that came in. How'd you feel about yeah. that? Um, how'd I feel? Yeah, uh, I wasn't surprised. Yeah, I mean, I, was, I certainly wasn't surprised that he uh, he gave some money. I'm, I'm surprised he didn't come out earlier. Frankly, I mean, he's really uh, usually gives really liberally to these kind of causes. No, no pun intended. Um, I don't know. I'm. Uh, Do you think a million dollars was? Uh, was a you know I thought it was modest. Yeah, him. that's what I thought too. I mean, that's yeah. like a that's like nothing to that guy, you know. That's uh-huh. <laughs> nothing. He made that an interest, right? And, and have you heard the talk about how he's linked with Monsanto, and that's why he gave the money to it and everything because Monsanto is going to come in and take over, you know, the the genetic um, rights to all pot pot strains in California. Have you, did you hear any of that sort of? Uh, rhetoric this week um i did not it does sound like a little bit of hype to me but then again uh, monsanto is one of the companies that raided the federal seed bank and and started madly patenting every seed they could get their hands on so right i I definitely wouldn't uh i certainly wouldn't put that behind you know past them i know me neither wouldn't put it past it at all do you think that's an interesting strategy isn't it do you think they would do that though i mean do you think they can do that in under the current economy like even if prop 19 passes i mean there you know that would be absolute uh revolt on the people's part if they did that and i'm and i'm frankly i'm somewhat surprised not not entirely surprised because it's just the way we it's the way unfortunately we don't do it here in america far too often but i'm surprised that people didn't stand up against the 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 supreme court ruling a ways back that decided that you could um patent life you could patent um these seeds uh, I can't believe it. I mean, that, that's and, and see, and here's the thing: aren't those separate issues? Isn't Prop 19 and uh, intellectual property rights to genetics? Aren't they two totally separate issues? Really? 
Um, yeah, I mean, certainly they they definitely would intertwine to, to some degree, but but yeah, those are two separate issues entirely. I mean, they intertwine because marijuana. Is- if, if Prop Nineteen was were to pass, then you would be allowed to grow your own cannabis under the under the you know ruling rules of Prop Nineteen. But then, if they were uh, patented strains, you would not be able to grow um, those strains unless you paid for the privilege to do that. Sure. And, and, and that's why, I mean, obviously that's why they can intertwine. But what I'm saying is, is there are two totally separate political issues here. You've got oh, absolutely. legalizing marijuana on one hand, and then you have someone that you have an issue here that's a court issue and people being allowed to own genetics, like you're saying, to own, to patent life. And, uh-huh. um, there, I mean, you know, put marijuana aside, like they're too, like deal with the deal with that issue too. I mean, you got, you know, like the thing is people, people are, 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 you know, complain about this all the time, uh, about what's Monsanto's done. And, and, and I totally get it and understand and and agree that it's, it's BS that that they shouldn't be able to just raid the seed bank like that and patent everything. And, um, if, uh, if that happens here with, with what we're doing, we're going to have to fight back and, um, we should be fighting back now. Right. Because we obviously don't agree with 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 that being with people being able to do that. So there to me, they're two separate issues that that do intertwine. But it in of itself is not a not enough reason for me to 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 throw Prop 19 out the door. I mean, because that means that we can forever until it's changed until, you know, we change the intellectual property rights. Um, mm-hmm. laws and and uh, the abilities of companies to uh, to own life until we change that then then there if, if there's never a justified reason to legalize marijuana we'll always want to say no because it's that's the way that it is and uh, yeah. I guess what I think though is it's going to be tough for a company like Monsanto to come in and do that um, because I don't know that that they'll be able to get it granted to them from the just federal government that they are able to what strains would that be what it, it can't just be cannabis in general they don't allow you to go no. I, I patent green beans no, <laughs> no I, I think i think they'll know. they'll be trying to i mean genetically modified stuff i imagine would be the one of the things they get into eventually you know um especially once it's federally legal um and uh potentially strains that because there, there's there's rules with that so there's a lot of strains that have been around for a long time and will be like commonly owned and you know like i don't think you can go back at this point and and patent skunk number one you know like it's 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 that old it's something like 20 years once it's 20 years they're not able to to do that but but you could potentially use it cross it with something else and i mean all that stuff we need we we need to get an intellectual property laws attorney on the show eventually and go over that because that's one of the the huge implications here in california and uh i wouldn't doubt that 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 people will try to do it um, at some point, well, it certainly is the dynamics of this whole, uh, argument, this whole back and forth thing that's going on. I mean, it, every time we do something, something profound, like proposition 19, for example, there's, you should never be surprised at the, the measures they will pull out to try to, to get around us, to try to do an end run around. That's, that's something I've mentioned in the show before, you know, do an end run around the, the people's decisions and the people's uh, votes, they they pull out all the stops. Believe me, you should expect them to pull out all the stops in something like this. It matters a lot to uh, to the the um, I guess what would you call those competition, right? 
to the opposition, I guess, is more accurate. Um, well, I need to update. Uh, uh, Illinois does now have uh, 86% of precincts reporting for the gubernatorial race, with Quinn leading um, still by just, uh, he's dropped a little bit, but he's still close to two percentage points ahead. Um, but the good news is that most of the red uh, areas of the state of Illinois have reported already. So um, a lot of the ones that are still out there are likely to go blue. And we'll uh, keep an eye on this one as it goes. But this is uh, if most, most people, if anyone has, has, has tuned into the show before, they know that I am, I'm currently in Illinois at university here and uh, they have worked in support of SB 1381 up until this point. That's uh, the... Uh, Compassionate Use Act for uh, for the state of Illinois, and uh, um, it's really important to us that we get Governor Quinn to stay in there for this term in order to get this thing signed into law. Should it be approved um, by the House, because his opponent um, Brady is uh, outwardly, uh, outspokenly against uh, medical cannabis. We got Cheech and Tong clip. Cheech and Chong? Yeah, sure. Uh, this is Cheech and Chong on Prop 19. Cheech and Chong. Oh, I don't hear it. Mm-mm. Get on that. Okay. Work on that, engineer. Get that one, get that <laughs> one fixed. Um, yeah. You guys have put... A, it's crazy how much work you guys are having to put in out there in Illinois for that for uh for, for an that. overly restrictive law yeah isn't that something it's really crazy um it's it's a lot of work and, and it's it's taking a long time to do and yes, uh, it certainly is yeah it's a long time coming you know i think there's a, a sort of a situation that that prop that pops up um when you work so diligently for so long to get some sort of uh, uh at least a law that with with at least a semblance of of uh realism to it you know a functionality to it um i think that you 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 can tend to just be ready to clasp onto any kind of a law you know even even if it's over restrictive i mean there's a lot of really dedicated people that have been involved in this movement for years and years that are that are have been working diligently um for some sort of medical cannabis law in illinois um as well as other kind of uh cannabis policy reform here but uh that the, uh, there's a lot, a great deal of them are are very much against uh, the incrementalism, just a little bit by little bit. You know, they want to really do it the right way, and yet w- some way is certainly better than not at all. So, right. I mean, all pretty much anything that we do related to marijuana, we've had to accept incrementalism mm-hmm. over and over and over again. We've had to accept it. We've gone from super crazy minimum mandatory sentencing in all states to way less states with minimum mandatory sentencing, but still being illegal, illegal carrying large fines and, and jail time, but not huge minimum mandatories in all states. There's still some that have them. Uh, and then we've yeah. gone, we've had uh, slightly more decriminalization, smaller fines, uh, higher limits with lower fines and minor misdemeanors, et cetera, et cetera. California now is pretty much decriminalized under an ounce, meaning it's just a ticket. That's all. Um, that's a huge, you know, step, but still incremental step towards, uh, it being decriminalized for a thousand pounds or for, for whatever. I mean, even here in in California, this is one of the things that, uh, 
that for Prop 19, people were against is the fact that, that it would only allow us to have an ounce. Um, and, and I remember when we first started the show, that was one of my things I was bummed about too, because it's like, look, I could go, I could go get a fifth of whiskey and, and drink it and, and funnel it through a, for, through a fucking beer bong if I wanted to and, right. and die, but I can only have an ounce of cannabis. You know, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. I, I don't I don't really like the way that that works. That's one of the things I do not like about Prop 19. However, when we spoke with um, uh, with Chris Conrad a few weeks ago, he you know, he pointed out to us that that uh, Prop 19 is going to provide an affirmative defense for people that possess over an ounce. Um, sure. So if you in, in the court, the courts will be deciding upon what is a valid reason for having more than an ounce. Um, I was saying, I was thinking earlier about some potentials, uh, potentially one could be, uh, my 215 was, I needed to renew my 215 and I forgot or whatever, you know, because mm -hmm. if you had a history of having 215, uh, which you can have and, and prop 19 does not repeal 215, which is one of the big things that is like one of these big, big lies about it. Um, it doesn't repeal 215. You can have both side by side. So if you need more than an ounce, you can still have medical marijuana. Uh, the thing is though, most people do not have more than an ounce don't you don't you think the the majority of uh consumers um it's a personal consumption yeah yeah i think mo most of the time i mean most personal uh consumption users would be stoked to have an ounce at any given time i don't think that's necessarily the norm usually um an ounce or less is sufficient for sure i think that's how they came up with that number it's certainly not an arbitrary uh, amount that they you know selected for this Sure. They, I mean, I, I, you know, it was done down in Oakland. I imagine that they do it based off of what their normal sales are. Most people probably mm -hmm. probably come in and buy a gram or two grams or an eighth or a quarter or something like that. Um, sure. You know, that's, I think that's typically closer to what most people would have at any given time. Right. It's 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 it seems to be just people up. You know, people that are in the in the industry itself and always have more than an ounce laying around that would be worried. And, and I significantly. guess, right. Significantly more. I mean, they have that in, in trim, you know, like people right. store their fucking trim for forever and ever. And they've got pounds and pounds of it. People that are doing that need to protect themselves too. I mean, even with two fifteen, even with two fifteen, only your own two fifteen card, you can get in trouble for having too much of anything. Um, and then you have to prove in court that you had a, a, a legal reason for having having it but that's after you've had everything cut down or everything taken and any cash that you have taken and you have to pay an attorney thousands of dollars and spend lots of time in court lost opportunity cost and prove that you had the right to do it so if if you're way over if you if you already know that you're putting yourself in in harm's way you need to be doing the most you can to protect yourself and try and be as legal as possible um and uh, I mean, that's just the, the the reality. I mean, you 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 know, with under nineteen, if you're worried about having more than an ounce, it, it's potentially because you're a producer, right? And if you're a producer and you don't want to pr participate in 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 the legal market through Prop nineteen, then you can still use two fifteen to produce at legal legal medical limits, um, and uh, you can keep growing your pot that way. Um, so I don't know, I guess, I guess to me, uh, it wasn't enough of a reason to, to not vote yes on, on prop 19. Although I would love to be able to buy as much marijuana as I want, you know, um, for personal consumption without having to have a business license. Uh, sure. I, I understand that but in officer, a officer, it's only seven pounds. 
Right. You know, and I understand that, that, um, that, uh, and, and see, and I mean, that's a little pretty much ridiculous, right? For a, a, a consumer. I mean, how, how many consumers do you know that are going to buy seven pounds for themselves? You know, any, yeah. right? Not, I mean, Six. any one 20, I mean, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe there's a few, but you know, I mean, like it's, it's, it's not, it's, I mean, you know, I could see people buy, I, I, I do know people that would buy quarter pounds and pounds for themselves though. I do sure. know that. Yeah. And they can still do that under 215. Mm-hmm. Still do it. Or if you're, if you're moving into the, you know, if you're, if you're producing, you can figure out how to do and if, if you're doing it now and you don't have two, 215, you're doing it illegally already. Right. You're already doing it illegally. Right. And there still are people in the state that do it completely illegally. I know, I, I know, I've known people up here that, that grow without 215. <laughs> crazy people <laughs> right i mean you at least want to do something to protect your rights um but the majority of people have gotten used to 215 uh, i think there was even a big fight about it up in this area when uh, we were voting on it as well but uh the majority of people gotten used to it and, and now do use it to, to try and protect themselves and uh my guess would be is that those that can will try and protect themselves with prop 19 as well um, it's just, we're, you know, when we move into, if we pay, if this passes and we move into the re- regulatory process, which will happen county by county, uh, we got to make it to where people can afford to pay for the licenses and, and be able to participate. That's a huge deal. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't know, um, if, if people will participate. I mean, you know, so far the participation that I've seen from people in the industry to try and pursue, uh, more legalization efforts has been minimal, very minimal. I mean, how, how many millionaires do you think there are, uh, around these parts that haven't put a single penny towards a legalization effort? A lot. And they talk a lot. They do. They're like, Oh yeah, I'll support it. If, uh, if it's the right one, if it's the right, well then write the right one. Right. Dude. Yeah. We got, we got someone that came in and gave a million bucks of his own money and he's not scanning to get rich. He's probably he probably would be wealthier off if, uh, or better off if Prop 19 did not pass. Richard Lee? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's basically bringing in more competition for himself. Exactly. He's I mean, not a, people act like he's, I mean, a, a million and a half dollars is a lot of money to the average, to the average person, but he could have, I mean, if, if he had it, he could have done 10 and a half million. He doesn't have it. He couldn't fund the entire thing on his own. He basically funded a lot of it up to the point of where we were a few months ago, but I mean, you know, if it was a big thing where he was so clued in, had so much money towards it and could just hammer the entire industry, don't you think he would have put more money into it, more advertising, more effort? Um, I don't know. I just I just feel like we I mean, really, really, we only we didn't even really raise three million dollars for this effort this time. That's not a lot of money for an election. You see how much money they spent in the in the governor race here, like over like three hundred no. million dollars total. It's Meg Whitman spent one hundred and sixty million dollars of her own money. Wow. That's, I did not know that. That is big time politics that has some of where someone has something to gain. Yeah, that, that's an investment she's making there. That's, that's for sure. huge. She's, she's going to get that back. She's definitely going to get that back. And, 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 and the thing is, Richard Lee is going to be successful because he's a successful person and he's put a lot of work into this. And uh, he, there's no doubt about it that, he, that he's going to you know continue to be successful. Now, does that mean I like the way that they're writing the rules down in Oakland? No, not at all. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the big, huge, um, manufactured, factory-grown pot, and then them trying to say that the, all the 
dispensaries in those areas have to buy from those. I think that's I think that's illegal antitrust sort of stuff that's just not even really like constitutional. Um, I mean, we can't do even do that with lettuce, Jamie. Right, right. You know, I mean, Humboldt County mm-hmm. cannot say, "Hey, you can only sell lettuce if it was grown at one of our four lettuce growers in the county." Yeah, yeah, yep. That's right. I mean, I you know. know uh... I don't know what's going to happen with this. I got an update on Illinois, though, and it's making me, uh, it's putting me on the edge here. Quinn is, uh, now we have 89% of precincts reporting. Uh, Quinn is leading by just under uh, one percentage point, or uh, uh, one-tenth of a percentage point under one point. Oh, wow. I've got some more negative news for you, Jamie, something you're going to not be very happy about here. 76% oh. of uh, precincts are reporting in uh, uh, District uh, 41 mm-hmm. of uh, Wisconsin for state assembly. And, How's our uh, friend Jay? Uh, he's, only got, he's only got 8% of the vote. So ah. um, looks like a big, too big of a hill to climb for him. But um, I guess yep. we, we'll keep the hope until we see 100% for him. But uh Sure. He fought a good fight, and uh, he's doing the he right did. thing. Um, he did. That's um, yep, definitely worth every penny he sent in there, for sure. Yeah, and it's ongoing. You know, he says, you know, just ask him; he'll let you know. Resilience is the key, and this is a these are the steps that are necessary to get where we want to be. Def- definitely, uh, he's the you know first first guy that we've came across that's uh, running a serious, very serious campaign uh, that was that was based heavily on a cannabis agenda, and um, it's a very interesting thing to do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't you know he he ran as an independent, um, and I'm sure that's what he wanted. I wonder what will happen when we start seeing that sort of stuff from Democrats or Republicans. Yeah, I think that time might be coming soon. But, you know, then again, I also think that uh, a lot of that is going to depend in part on what votes come in this this, today, this evening. I mean, that could uh, it could certainly I don't know if 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 it doesn't vote that strongly, if it will have that much of an effect. But if it if a lot of things get voted in, you know, we have some uh, other somewhat discerning news, Um, kind of surprising news to me. Actually, I thought it was trending very well. Um, reports indicated that South Dakota was really excited about uh, their opportunity to vote in some uh, medical cannabis legislation, but it looks like so far initiated Measure 13 is going down in flames. 64% are voting no thus far. Um, I don't know how many. There's uh, 588 of the 791 precincts there are, have reported already. It's gonna so looks like that's looks great. like it's going down. What's ha- anything from Arizona yet? I wonder what we got going on. I got I'm looking it up right now. We got uh play this Cheech and Chong clip in the meantime. I got sure. it queued up. Check now. it out. We're back still with Cheech Marin and Tommy Chong. All right, gentlemen, uh, you've made money. You've made a lot of money over the years. We got it. How do you feel about paying more than 50 cents on the dollar to the government? Because that's what you're doing. If you're living in California, high state tax and high federal tax, how do you feel about that? Well, someone has to support all these wars that we're in. Yeah, we want our freedom. Now, come on, you're just putting on an act. You're putting on an act. Tell me what you really feel here. 
Come on. I, I don't mind paying taxes because that means that I'm a, I, I have my uh, passport, I'm an American citizen, and, and being both. I'd, and I'd, I've been here illegally. Uh, I'm from Canada, and I've worked down here illegally where I never paid taxes, but I was always nervous about being caught and being yeah. arrested. So if he so pays his I taxes, like he won't taxes. get investigated, you know, so that's, you know, kind of... Yeah, I, don't, I don't mind paying taxes. That means I'm an American citizen. Okay. Hey, we want our freedom! When you're not on TV, uh, you, you're just amongst yourselves... Um, you've made money about, out of creating this marijuana pothead persona. That's what you come across yes. as. When you're not on yes. TV, hey, you've been watching. What do you yeah. like? I mean, do you talk like this when you're when you're not on TV? Uh, when we're not on TV, talking yeah. about legalizing pot? No, talking uh, about anything. I mean, you have a tone of voice that implies you're always stoned. Hey, far out. that's what you do. <laughs> but when you're not on well, TV, what do you do? I am. I get stoned, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's medical. I've got a medical reason. Yeah. You know? How, uh, how I, often I do you get stoned? stoned? How many joints do you smoke get, a day? I don't smoke. I, don't, I eat it. I, 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 I made it medical marijuana. Them. I'm on and, the road with them all the time. Fifty. And I eat it. And I know one thing: day. it's not good for you if you're trying to get your uh, your high school diploma. <laughs> so I would tell you guys, you know, if you're trying to get your high school diploma, stop smoking pot. Yeah, jail was the only thing. We hear that. Him. We yeah. hear that, and you got some uh, nodding of the heads around the table. Uh, <laughs> we want our freedom. Cheech and Chong, we appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Thanks for being with us, gentlemen, and good luck Thank to you. Legalize it. We, we heard want our freedom. You. Legalize it. You're on tour, by the way. I got. I forgot. You are on tour. Back together. Yeah. On tour. Got to promote. That That's and we appreciate right. you being with us again. Cheat and Chong. Well, this Friday will be in Santa Cruz, Saturday, Gibson Amphitheater, LA. Got it. We want our freedom! Cheat and Chong. Do you guys talk gentlemen. like this all the time? Seriously. <laughs> I think those guys are high. I think, yeah. they're, I, think they're, I think they're high all the time. Oh, hey, I think we got another caller. We got a caller? Yeah, right? we got Bruce Weed calling in, I think. Bruce! Yeah. Hey. Let's see what's going on. Uh, I, need to, I got a question for Bruce. Hey, uh, you're live with the Cannabis Agenda. Who did? We want our freedom! <laughs> nice. Hey, how much weed do you smoke, Bruce? How much do I smoke? Yeah, are you high all the time? Uh, none right now, because I have a sore throat. Do you, are you eating it? Am I eating it? No, I'm smoking it. But you're not smoking right now? Well, not currently. Not like at the moment? At the moment, no. <laughs> but do you smoke still when you have sore throats? Just a couple times a day. You tone it down big time. Oh yeah, definitely. Do you when you're sick? Do you ever tend like respiratory stuff? Do you ever tend to move towards like uh, edibles at all? You know, sometimes uh, maybe a good tincture every now and then. Yeah, yeah. You're you're a big fan of the tincture, aren't you? It's sugary sweet. Sugary sweet. Sorry, you're sick, man. Sucks. Hey, you know, I would I would have been coming over there out of the mountains, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Did you make it? Halloween. Did you make it to the polls today? Absolutely. You did. What'd you vote? How did you vote? Yes or no in Prop 19? I went yes, even though you know I, I still talked to several people that were against. I was in the hydro store today, and there was uh, obviously a, another <laughs> grower in there, and he he had <laughs> voted no uh, for it, um, and was adamantly uh, not for it. Yeah. And hell, last week when I was out and about, I ran to some guy and. I was just talking to him about it, and he ultimately refused to come out of the closet, the uh, the, the weed growing closet, until uh, the feds uh, 
back off on their position. So it doesn't even matter if California did, he wouldn't uh, uh, go legal anyway until, like I said, the feds decided to reverse their position on it. So, so there's that out there too. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and, and and you know what? I, I, I could see that for some people. If, um, if you were, if you're scared of the federal government coming here at some point and taking you out, why would you, you know, it'd be hard to do that, right? I mean, if you, you know. That's true. Well, it, you know, it happened down in Mendocino to uh, that one uh, woman who was the first to get on the sheriff's program and did all the right stuff and she still got taken out. Right. We talked about that one time. That was, uh, that's, that, that sucks. They, they make examples of uh, people still. They don't, they don't stop everybody, but they make examples. How come they haven't came in and nailed these people in Oakland? That's a good question. I think because so. Because they have big lawyers? Yeah, I think so. I think they know it'll be a fight. Big lawyers. You think that's it? That's it. Probably big lawyers. A, Maybe they paid off the right people. Who knows? That could be it, too, but I don't know. It would be a lot of money to pay off the federal government on something like that, I would think. So I haven't been paying attention. How are we doing? Did we win yet? Uh, you know, the exit polls are, um, we're not getting a lot of California, are you guys, Jamie, Matt? I'm looking into it right now. I was trying to look into it. I'm having issues finding stuff. Uh, I found some exit polling stuff earlier, but it wasn't giving a lot of numbers. It was talk, but it was saying that we had, did not have a high turnout for, um, younger voters. Um, I think the, uh, secretary of state's, uh, website is down. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> over flooded. Yeah. It's full. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so voter turnout with younger people was down. So that would be bad for prop 19. Uh, and only 11% of voters said that prop 19 was their primary reason for voting today, which, wow. uh, uh, the yes campaign was really hoping that it would be hoping it'd be a lightning rod and would get, you know, younger people to turn out. And it, it apparently did not. Hmm. How about that? Doesn't that suck? Um, and uh, but they said that it was trending yes with the younger voters and trending slightly no with the older voters, which would be um, an issue uh, because more way more older voters are going to show up. So we'll uh, we'll see. Well, I'll tell you what, my my neighbor he is an older voter and he does uh, want to vote yes and did vote yes on it, and he I I don't believe is currently involved in the medical labeling system and that was one of his big reasons for voting for it is so that he didn't have to feel ostracized from his job um from the small community that we are in do you think that's going to so if prop 19 passed do you if it passes do you think that things like that will change in california uh jobs not being able i mean i mean how could you justify drug testing you can't can't just alcohol test in general that's a good that's a good point because you have a buddy of mine's in colorado right now and he's uh, going back through the court system for an unrelated matter and so he's got a probation officer and he has to take a piss test uh, when his colors come up and or take a breathalyzer now he's not really a drinker so that doesn't affect him but the whole uh the weed thing definitely uh bothers him but he's been told um that he can fight that because it's technically his right it's his medication because he does have his card and he's of the mindset that he is going to fight it while he is trying to pass his tests uh through the conventional methods that through the conventional methods of drinking crazy drinks and lots of water right well of course you know like (laughs) 
Red fruit punch and uh, water. And this is where we need our advertising bucks coming in from... I can clear no, totally. it. Like, you know, I feel really bad for him because uh, he got his number called and like he was so worried about it. And even though like, you know, he's got the money and he, he basically is like, you know, I'll do the, the 10 days in jail standing on my head if I have to, um, if they get, if I get like, you know, busted. But he's like, I'll go in front of the judge and whatnot. He drank all that water and then he didn't get piss tested that day. And we went out and unfortunately he got a little extra fucked up from, you know, being on all of the uh, juice there and that you know it's just not a good healthy thing for him to constantly be going back and forth on no. that. No, so, that stuff's not so really that good for you, is it? No, definitely not. Just like drain, just watering down your system it's, with with a couple of vitamins. It's like crazy on the liver and the kidney, I think, from what I've heard. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not good. Uh, do you know how well, I used to do it when I was a skinny guy? What's that? I just that? drink a shit ton of water, man. <laughs> you drink water, really? I Lots. Drink Twenty-four vinegar. hours. 24 and ugh, no i told people i was like you're crazy that was when i was skinny dude seriously i could smoke like the day before a piss test and then just drink water tons and piss every 10 minutes for like you know <laughs> the whole time I did the day before a piss test and i failed it the next day you but, did damn yeah but it was a job i didn't really care about so it wasn't a big deal so maybe you weren't drinking enough water yeah, I think I think I was drinking like hot chocolate or something. The it's night actually before. it's actually kind of scary because I heard that a girl died in like a water drinking contest. So she did she won a Nintendo yeah. or something like that or PlayStation or it was in Sacramento? Really? Oh, yeah. what idiots! <laughs> uh-huh. You know, yeah, a nurse called up there yeah. and told and warned them that that was that could happen. Yeah, during yeah. their little promo event. So uh, that was in California, huh? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. in Sacramento. You know what else is in California? We got some results coming in. We California. do, yeah. We got we got some preliminary results here. We must stress these are preliminary with ten ten and a half percent of precincts reporting. We're partially reporting. Ten and a half. Oh huh? <laughs> yeah. So that's not a whole lot. But uh Prop nineteen is uh trailing right now by a significant mm-hmm. amount. Um it's forty five percent to fifty four percent. Uh it's actually it's forty five point one to fifty four point nine. So it's closer to 45 to 55. Wow. So that doesn't look good, but it's, it's, that's a very small amount reporting. I'm sure we must stress. And then uh, we also have some preliminary results from Humboldt County with, uh, I don't know how many percent are reporting, but um, Humboldt County is voting no for prop 19. Uh, (laughs) You know, actually at a less number than the state so far, 53, 54% say vote no on prop 19. Wow. That's much better than I thought. I thought we were going to hit 60 here, but these are, these are, these are early numbers still. All right. I want to talk Humboldt County with you, Bruce weed. Where are all the millionaires at? Why aren't they trying to legalize weed more? Why not? Because they made theirs. So, but they uh, supposedly a lot of people su- would, would support legalization if it's the right bill. Why don't they really put their money where their ma- their mouth is? And, and I don't and, know. Maybe like they they like the uh, Jack Harar bill that's coming down the pipes uh, more than this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's a poss- that's, that's a big factor for a lot of people. I've I've heard that uh, echoed from some people. The, I've 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 read that I've read that as well, and we will be <laughs> talking big time about that in the future if that's what the next next uh, proposition is that we'll be voting on. But uh, seriously, if if you're rich and you really like, you know, want to legalize weed because you're an activist too, why why aren't why aren't these propositions being authored up here? Why aren't people starting to 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 make the movement appear if we want to make sure if we want to try to 
you know, protect what we've got and write a write a bill that, that we can support that won't that'll keep us in the game. Uh, how come people up here aren't doing it? Because are rich people always altruistic towards others? No, I mean I, I don't know. You know, I'm a, you, you know me. I think altruism can be self serving sometimes as well. Um, but well, there's uh, arguments by in some camps that it, it always is. Sure, it's intrinsically, it's in, you know inherently self serving, right? But, you know, here's another good point that maybe should be brought up that, like, the main thing is it's, it's really nice to know that they've fixed all the election bugs and all of the election machinery throughout the state. So, I mean, it's a well-oiled machine. It's running right. perfectly now. There's no question on anything <laughs> Yeah, we were all, ever. <laughs> right, right. None of it is Feeble rigged. None of it is screwed. Yeah, exactly. Not yeah. my people machine, not my problem. <laughs> not, right, not now, not never. <laughs> Yeah, if, if, put that people machine there, not if, me. If y'all have never listened to drink, watch drinking out of cups, you should check it out. Um, just YouTube it. Um, that's funny, <laughs> dude. Not now, not never. Uh, oh man, I don't know. I guess where I'm thinking about this is, um, somebody should start a a movement up here to put some money into it to write a bill that people up here can can agree upon and want to push forward. Or if they like well, this. If they like this Jack Herrer bill, put some money into that. Yeah, put well, some money into it, that. Wasn't, uh, didn't they have the Humboldt like, uh, tax and regulate uh, blueprint already drawn up on like how all the different people is going to be licensed? No, they're, for... ta- they're discussing it. They, don't have, they, they're, they have two different – they currently have two different proposals. You could write mm-hmm. one, Bruce, if you wanted to, and uh, they, <laughs> they'd have to talk about it. They'd have to consider it, you know? Um, and um, so currently they have two different ones that they're talking about as a way of moving forward and they're they're pretty damn expensive actually um well maybe i will write a bill i'm gonna keep it short and sweet and tack on a bunch of writers for the oil industry <laughs> nice awesome nice bruce weed coming through bruce weed you're the man you're the man dude um you guys the weed and offshore drilling in offshore drilling <laughs> you're ready yeah. yeah that's good up in flames up in flames we go guys any any new numbers on that or is it still at the same is it is that going to update you every time that it that it hits you oh uh yeah no actually i just tried to reload the page and uh the service is unavailable again uh, overwhelmed hey we do have some preliminary results coming in from oregon uh so oh, far nice. there's 38 percent counted uh Measure 74 is down. It is not by a huge margin so far, 56% to 44%. Um, mm. Really, it's uh, 62,000 votes difference there, and uh, it's uh, under half of the votes counted so far. So it's it's still somewhat of a toss-up, but, yeah, it's definitely trailing. In, uh, but we heard that ahead of time. You now, know, they said that they— In, in Oregon, they, uh, they, it's all mail-in, right? Like they don't actually yeah, go to polls. you have to. Yeah, it's all mail-in. So do they like just start like counting the votes then at eight o'clock? Is that how they they start running them through the machines then? Probably, or they just yeah, release the really results. Sure. Well, they've got they got to run them through first to determine how many yes votes there are. Then they can subtract that and add the no votes in. <laughs> <laughs> it's scientific that way. You know, I was looking at I forget which uh, which website it was, but one of the county election offices is live streaming the vote counting, so you can go to their go to the website and watch it. Uh huh. No way. Well, that's very cool. Yeah, just the um, is that in where's that? I forget. Uh, is it in Oregon? No, I think it was in California. Oh, okay, it might be Humboldt County. 
just to <laughs> just to watch and make sure there's no funny business going I, on. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, there's like a little tag at the bottom of the screen that says, just for the viewers, it's actually not on fire in the room. I couldn't believe that I didn't have to show my ID. Really? Yeah. Did you, Bruce? Mm-hmm. Did oh, you? No, I didn't. No, I even tried to like force them to make me show my ID, and they wouldn't do it. No, in fact, the lady behind me, she came in and she said, the address on my ID is, that's the first thing she said, you know, she whipped out her her license. She's like, the address doesn't match my, my voting thing. Can I still vote? And they said, you don't even need your ID. That's what they said. I like basically like almost tried to act sketchy. Like, cool, <laughs> sweet. So um, I'm uh, Emily Johnson. <laughs> and I'll be taking my laptop into the polling booth with me. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear. I hear uh, we did. We still don't even have electronic ballots in uh, in Humboldt. We're still today was with a, a good pin. Thing. Fill it in with a pin. Yeah, and it was a big old box, dude. So like, if you voted on everything, which I did not, um, you're sitting there like doodling forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like an art project, huh? <laughs> yeah. John McCain got elected again. Go figure. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> that's some, sorry, that's some Dude. not pot related. But which Where's... John McCain is going to be? You know, I, I really like the <laughs> one that was uh, in like early 2000, a lot more than mid 2000 John McCain. So Before it could be he started losing his mind? Yeah, well, he might have gotten it back. Right, maybe he started smoking pot. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, do you think they're is a paradigm up here that exists that has a heavy a, a heavy propaganda rhetoric that already points people anti-legalization of course huh. yeah money it's they're just... making bank <laughs> it's the money paradigm not everybody's making bank and you know that bruce <laughs> that's true I mean, come on. I mean, seriously, the majority of people aren't making bank. They're they're getting by. They're they're living. They're you know they 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 they're do fighting the bank. They work for themselves and they're their own boss. That's like one of the big, um, the big perks of it. But not everybody up here is getting just super uber wealthy. I mean, look around. I, I there are people. There are plenty of people that are. But I mean, even existing within people who aren't, it seems like there's a, this heavy anti-legalization anti paradigm. And I guess where I'm going with the, hey, well, if you are for legalization and you're in this area and you have money, well, spend it. Do it. Make it right, you know, and um, put something out there that people in this area will support. I kind of have a feeling, though, that that it's it's always going to be an issue it doesn't matter what even if we write it here in Humboldt County it'll probably still still fail but i i would i'd be i mean i'm surprised i'm surprised that the numbers are that that good hey how much were percent how much were reporting um matt uh, in Humboldt on that like 12. only 12% so that could change significantly that could change super significantly I've got 10.5% uh, reporting in California statewide thus far um, with a 549 to 45.1%. So same uh, as as we said, yeah, it's really uh really inconclusive at this point. But what was the percentage as, on as, is there a single county that's done 100% yet? Uh, Let me see. No, I don't think so. I think it's still no, not even yeah. close. Hmm. Yeah, they're just getting into it. Right. Hey, I got an email from uh, Chunk Norris, your nemesis. Uh-oh. 
He says, uh, he says he'd like to see all these folks that try to get in the grow deal. He, he, you know, in the business, these, you know, people with corporate aspirations that have never done it before. He'd like to see him deal with PM the first time or bugs or mold. And he thinks if anything, the price might go up. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I mean, you know, it's not something that, not, that just it's, anyone can walk into and it, it's true. be efficient at. Especially, I mean, especially scaling the thing. Like no one has ever done a, you know, a, a warehouse that produces 58 pounds a day. Yeah, I don't oh, think. What's the biggest they've done in like the Netherlands? Uh, I don't know. I think it's that's a good question, but I don't think it's any, been anything like that. That's a huge. They did have that like what it was like a marijuana castle for a while or something like that. Nice. <laughs> I want that thing. <laughs> I, I think the government took it back, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet they did. Uh no, we're going to seize that actually. <laughs> so here's some uh, interesting uh, trivia for you guys. Do you know how much a trillion dollars would buy at four thousand a pound. Hmm. Easy math. Come on now. Uh, four thousand. Yeah, two hundred fifty million pounds. Yeah, which is uh, probably close to what the quantity of easing two coming out tomorrow would buy everyone if they just spend it on weed instead of giving it to the banks. So just come in and buy. Just buy us all out. Just come out and buy like a bunch of Humboldt and Trinity and all those. Other counties up here just buy us out and bada bing and be QE2 for fucking California. That's, that's like growers, a, that is. It's like almost a pound for every man, woman, and child in America. Perfect. <laughs> wow. That is a lot. Yeah. How much is, how much I wonder is produced every year? And we're not talking about Mexican swag. We're talking about good Cali bud. Good Cali bud. Nice. That's right. A pound each. Hey, there's a lot of shitty bud that's grown up here. I don't know if y'all know that. <laughs> it ain't all good. That's for sure. There's a lot of crappy outdoor weed. <laughs> There's the best. I mean, I, I think we grow the best weed in the world. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I you know, that's well. That's... You can sum it all up in one word: bad drugs. Growers <laughs> on bad drugs. <laughs> that happens. That, that happens. And alcoholism. Though. Alcoholism will do it. And women. Don't forget the women factor because that's a big one. Right. <laughs> it, Oh. Right, they're 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 all walking around chasing after their girl all the time, trying to protect, trying to <laughs> hold her. No, 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 no. The whole woman going crazy thing and like trashing her grow. Oh, that's horrible. Could you imagine that? I, I was scared of that at one point. At just one point, it was a totally false fear. I should have never even been scared of that. But the thought crossed my mind at one point. You know, which is which is crazy, dude. To to, you know, I mean, but that's just the way that, uh, that's just, you know, the way the mind works. You, you, you always have the craziest paranoia when things are stressful and dramatic, but, um, I shouldn't have been worrying about that at all, but man, I wonder if that happens. Have you heard any stories about that, Bruce? I, long time ago, but nothing, nothing recently. No, nothing recently. Cool. Bruce Weed, you're the man. We appreciate you calling in, buddy. We really, really do. Thank you so much, dude. We'll, no problem. Uh, yeah, man. We'll uh, maybe we'll hit you up again in a while. We'll see. We're uh, trying to trying to figure out what's going on in the world here. Still nothing from Arizona. Nothing at nothing all. Nothing coming in from Arizona. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. Did you Did you hear anything about that bill down there, Bruce? Mm, no, nothing at all. Yeah, it's kind of a weird one. Um, they're they've got a weird thing going on. I got one more question for Bruce. Yeah. What's up? Oh. Yeah, you're the you're big on the conspiracy theories and whatnot. So what what have you heard about conspiracy the conspiracy fact? 
Yeah, conspiracy facts. Okay. Uh, what do you, what do you know about um, George Soros's connection with Monsanto? Oh boy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a, you know, it's a good question. Like, uh, it depends on who you listen to. It's uh, some people say he's a good guy, other people say he's a bad guy. But um, you know, he's got a lot of money, so it wouldn't surprise me that he has some kind of connection with Monsanto and all those people. Do you think a million dollars was a big deal for him? A million dollars? Yeah. No, he probably sneezes that in his sleep. Right. Yeah. He takes shits and makes a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, like, yeah, it's not even worth him wiping his ass when he takes a million dollars shit. Plus, it's too. He loses too much money when that happens. Yeah. They they used to. I I heard this thing. You know, like back in the day. I mean, Bill Gates is still very wealthy, but when he was actually making a lot of money, <laughs> um, it wasn't worth. It. Like, if if he would have. If he was walking down the street and passed a hundred dollar bill, it wouldn't have been worth the yeah, second that, that he too. took to bend to bend down and pick it up. Jeez, <laughs> really? Uh oh, Prop two hundred three, Arizona. Um, it doesn't say we have. Uh, I think we might have another caller here. Oh, nice. All right, gentlemen, I'm gonna let you go and take Thanks, a puff from me. Yeah, yeah. Man, we will. Thanks, Thanks Bruce. Bruce. All right, take care. Um. Hey, uh, I'm going to, for this, this caller here, um, can you call right back? I'm not sure who it is. Unknown. Yeah, it is. And it's an unknown caller. Uh-oh. Um, Jamie, I think it Ar- might be someone you know. Though. Arizona Medical hmm. Marijuana Act, Prop 203, counted almost a million votes so far, and it is failing at 51% to 49%. Oh, we're getting Jamie back on the line here. Who's on? Right there, Jamie? Yep. All right, good. All right, uh, so um, uh, whoever that was calling, we had, we had a little uh, mishap there with Bruce, and we had to tie up the, the cannabis agenda line um, with Jamie. So uh, uh, whoever that was, if you want to call back in, we can, we can take your call. Um, cool. Meantime. In the meanwhile, hey, uh, I got a clip here. It's, um, uh, ooh, did I lose it? No, no, no. Oh. I guess the Drug Policy Action Group uh, ran Yes on 19 Marijuana Legalization Ads on uh, the Colbert Report and uh, The Daily Show. So here it is. They're hoping we don't vote this year. That's why they don't talk about Prop 19, how it'll force the government to stop wasting money on outdated pot laws, how it'll let the police spend more time locking up real criminals, how it'll bring up to $2 billion a year to California, But the biggest thing they didn't tell us about Prop 19 is that the polls show if we vote, we win. So vote, and we win. Yes on 19. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, me too. Maybe, I don't know if that was uh, some of George Soros' money. Well, I just found a blog on the Stoners Against Prop 19 Tax Cannabis Initiative. It says, check out what the language says in the initiative, what it, what it really says, then just vote no, and it says K-N-O-W. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> vote no. A, George Soros um, is uh, a major shareholder in, in Monsanto, the bioengineering, seed engineering place. But, uh, oh, he owned, he, 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 he's an owner, huh? He owns share. Yeah, a like big significant, one. yeah, huge amount of the share, yeah. So I'm not sure. I mean, hmm. I don't know. Not it's sure. uh, 
it's hard to sell what's going on in the in the in the behind the scenes there. He's been spending a lot of money for quite some time on this uh, on cannabis policy reform. For sure, drug policy reform in general. In general, yeah, you're right. Doop doop doo. Still waiting for uh, unable to serve this request at the California. California. Yeah, I'm there, but it's probably been updated since then. Uh, it's still at fifty five forty five. Mm-hmm. We might and, be... uh, anything from Arizona. Uh, yeah, I, I, the, I just just read it a second ago. It's failing at fifty one to fifty one percent to forty nine percent. Oh, that's not bad though. How many does you know? How many are reporting? It doesn't say the percentage reporting. It just says the total number, which is a little under a million votes counted so far. So it's a pretty small state, yeah. though, right? Um, well, yeah, there are a few million people though. Phoenix is big. Phoenix is a big place. Phoenix is big. Yeah. Due to an extremely high volume of traffic, the page you have requested is temporarily unavailable. We apologize. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of those. <laughs> you know, that's I, I've never really gotten that before on election night. I thought these places were souped up a little better, but I guess not. It's certainly lively this time around. Man, Quinn, gubernatorial candidate uh, Pat Quinn is leading uh, Brady by one-tenth of a percentage point. Wow. 5,000 votes. Oh, that's all? Um, yeah, 94% oh, of I, precincts have reported. Oh, wow. That, that's what I thought you meant, 5% of pre, uh, precincts. What's up in Wisconsin? I don't know. Do we have any more, uh, any more returns there? Well, I'm looking for uh, an update. It's kind of reticent to give me one. Here we go. Well, one. I still have them at 50, 51% reporting. Yeah. That's at uh, Jay at having 8%. Yep. That's the one I had, too. But there was one earlier that we saw that had, like, even more reporting, I think. So, and it was still at that. And that was on a different site. I'll try and find that. Some interesting stuff happened in Illinois, up in Chicago, um, from the Julianus uh, HQ. Fox News uh, claimed uh, proclaimed Alexei Julianus the winner of the Illinois Senate race, that would be um, Barack Obama's old seat. Um, everybody's running around in a complete turmoil saying, no, it's Fox, you can't trust them. So I don't know what's going on. Are they trying to bait these guys into some kind of hijinks happening here? We'll How much do you think people voting no on this they're in the industry has to do with their fear of the black market disappearing um significant amount i bet is that a big issue a big fear of it yeah i would imagine it is yeah i i uh i don't know why that just dawned on me but um i think that's probably pretty huge uh Mm -hmm. it's not disappearing anytime soon i don't think i mean it's illegal in 49 other states still right right even if it does you're absolutely right yep so that was uh, that was your your friend Josh from Springfield there, Jamie. Oh uh, yeah, was calling. Yeah, should we try to call him back? Um, sure, we can. See if I can do. Oh, that. anyone that's out there listening, they can call seven zero seven six five four can C A N N two two six six. See if we can get Josh on the line here. We've got one line open at a time.
Hey, Katie. Josh. How you doing? How's it going, man? We just uh, we just missed your your phone call. Oh, it's all good. What's going on? What's not much. Just listening to the show. Nice, cool. Yeah, seems I'm not like what we're hearing about because uh, I've seen conflicting things about uh, Juliana right now. Yeah, it, well, the polls that I have or the the figures that I have show Kirk in a, a pretty uh, noticeable lead, a couple percentage points. So I don't know what they're, I don't know what's going on with that. It could be a, just a little Fox News yeah. trickery. I, I'm hoping not, but uh, are you uh, really yeah. skeptical of elections in general? Polls, at least. Polls. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I'm not. So what are the numbers right now for 19? 55, 45. It's holding pretty right, steady so, so far, um, yeah. which is not promising. Uh, it's failing. Uh, Prop 203 in Arizona is failing. What did, uh, did, was it? It was uh, Prop 70. What's the one? 74 in um, Oregon. Mm-hmm. When you, you read that a bit ago, it's failing. It was failing too, wasn't it? It was trailing. Yeah. Trailing, and so is the, the proposition in South Dakota and uh, Jason. Significantly. That one looks like it's pretty much a wash, the one in uh, South Dakota. It it lost. Wow. Yeah, so it looks like every every single pot initiative is currently losing or has lost, and that's uh, it's a tough year. Um, I wonder, what do, you think, what do you think it is that contributes to that? Why is, it, why is it so tough? In the past, something seems to have always passed. How come, how come we're having that issue this go around oh i think there's a combination of things there's some false rhetoric out there for sure that just continues um to influence people's opinion at vote at the voting uh at the polls um there's also i think there's a, a little bit of a pushback from over maybe over enthusiastic momentum um from the this movement the the reform movement saying yeah it's all done you know they kind of uh, i think it's a case of counting your chickens you know, and I think that yeah, I, that creates some pushback from voters. Yeah, I think that we're kind of assuming everything is going and progressing faster than it is, especially in California here. Yeah, I've heard uh, many activists, older activists, um, say that that's happened to them too. People that said they thought that it was going to get legal in the '60s, and then in the '70s, and then the '80s, and then the '90s, and now, and and uh, uh, maybe. Uh, Gosh, that really deflate. That brings down the sales, man. That's that's not. Well, um, <laughs> what would you call this that we're in? Is this the tens? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what you call this decade. Uh, there's a name for it though. Um, but uh, I know that. What's it called? The teens, new world order. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you call this decade. <laughs> new world order. I, I, that's creepy. <laughs> do you, right? Do you think that? Um, do you think how big of a deal you think it is that we're in an off, uh, off presidential election year for pot initiatives? Do you think that uh, that significantly hurts our chances at, at passing initiatives because the younger voters don't show up in the numbers they do on as on uh, presidential years? I don't know to what degree that that affects things. I think it does definitely have some kind of bearing on it, but. Uh... I just, uh, I, I, frankly, I'm, I'm kind of at a loss at the moment. I'm a little bit surprised at, at some of the outcomes that are going on. Um, well, at least the, the polling figures we have thus far. Um, of course, Arizona's um, medical cannabis, led, uh, the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act, Prop 203, is completely a toss-up right now. 
um, you know, 51% to 49%, that could yep. easily change. Sure. You know, that's, uh, that's less than 20,000 votes. It's really just a 1%. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, a 1% difference between the two there. If, 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 um, they gain a percent, they're tied, you know, cause that'll bring down a percentage point. I, I, I had trouble figure for a long time understanding that, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. How if one percentage goes up, the other one's going down. So it's it's not like at that point. Is that, is that right? Is that actually that is that the right way? I mean, they're two percent behind. But if they gain a percentage, that brings a percentage point away from from whatever they're opposing, right? So so but, that, that's uh, like close. Like we're seeing a lot of important stuff though that especially people here in Illinois can learn. I mean, especially in terms of awareness. I see that there's a lot of benefits here still. For the discussion that this is all created oh, over the... Yeah. Yeah? You think a lot um, more people tuned in? Well, absolutely. I have several friends listening right now. And uh, on another specific thing I would like to tell Jamie about is I've been called upon in my abnormal psych class for substance abuse. We had a discussion on this, and only one person in our class is really opposed to it after I gave a lengthy discussion. So mm-hmm. you you were speaking about the youth vote and the turnout. I can specifically see how that's affecting things after I had this discussion with our class. What was the opposition? What was the nature of what they were their commentary and what they were saying? The one person with opposition wouldn't cite anything. They just said it at a gut level. Uh, so so somebody had influenced them to to think this is just generally a bad bad idea. I think, yeah, their fear came from the fear of just any intoxicants, which is a justifiable fear, but we know prohibition doesn't work, so. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think it did play a role, though, the election year. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think it, I think it pay, plays a huge role, too. I think, um, I mean, you know, so, so, uh, apparently the uh, Democratic uh the the DNC is looking at at actually trying to ride off of the coattails of pot initiatives in the next um, election to to gain support of the young voters that will be participating anyway in uh, in the presidential election and to see if they can you know potentially but this may be this might be this might prove make them not want to do that actually <laughs> so, yeah you're right actually. I mean um, I mean the way that it's going right now. So what's going on? And where are we here? Is California updated? Yep, it updated for me. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, man. Thanks for the call. Yep. Yeah, thanks for calling in, Josh. Live is interesting, huh? It is, yeah. It's way different than the normal agenda where we're talking about news and getting into stuff. It's a whole different thing. I'm not sure how many are reporting in Oregon, but um, Measure 74 is not looking great there. Um, it's a uh, yes, 42% to no, 58. In where? Uh, in Oregon, the bill that would uh, enable dispensary. It's passing uh, now? It, it is not passing. It's failing. Mm-hmm. 5248. Mm-hmm. Still a very close one. Fifth, no, 5842. 5842. Yeah. Wow, that just, that, that's big. That's, that's probably going to fit. How much is reporting? I don't, I'm not sure. I'm looking for that right now. See, I'm, the, these sites aren't showing it as, as well. See, how come 
CNN shows how much of a percentage is reporting, but then the Secretary of State doesn't. Good question. <laughs> What's the deal with that? Why? Why not? I don't understand. It's just an easy, easy tab to add. Bruce Weed would say it's because CNN is <laughs> making up the results. Yeah, right. And they're they're at they're subtracting and adding as they go. I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got a lighter. What are we smoking on? Oh, have a seat. Join the crowd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> grab a mic and a head, some headphones and smoke some LA Confidential with us. I don't know that we've smoked that. I mean, I think we've smoked it on air before, but Probably before we, we talked about we it. We haven't talked about it. This could really slow down the live election show. All right, so we, uh, we might as well start out with Leafly, huh? With Leafly? See if there's anything on there. Oh, about that's a- right. That's right. That's right. That's... Uh, that's our. Uh, we uh, talked with uh, Scott from Leafly last week, right? Leafly is a site that does uh, strain reviews, um, and it, they make it easy for you to look at at what is on the menus at different dispensaries and and uh, stuff like that. And and you can just click on the strains, and you can find prices, and you should, yeah, you should check it out sometime. Anyone that's out there should check it out, especially they're in California. Uh, and are consumers of medical marijuana. Here we go. Mm-hmm. L.A. Con. So it uh, it is absolutely on Leafly. It, uh, oh, yeah, it's a DNA, DNA genetics is who makes it. Um, let's see, how many people? I don't know if uh, overall rating is an eight. Um, he, he said that's pretty common, seven or eight, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh? L- You're not plugged in? Uh, your mic or your headset? My headset. Oh, um, there's a little volume knob on there. Uh, there you go. Turn that thing up. Perfect. Is that better? better? Awesome. Get a little closer to the mic there too, if you can. So, who is this hippie that's in our living room? What Abe's? My name's. My name's. My name's. Thank you for joining us. My name's. My name's. <laughs> what is name? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> name. My name's Name. Um, I think this LA Confidential has worked already. <laughs> you're a proponent of uh, little rolling machines, huh? Yeah, I do use a little rolling machine. I was, I was uh, handicapped. I was crushed by a tree, so my left arm doesn't work as good as the right. So so rolling a joint's much easier with the machine? Yes. Yeah. perfect every time. <laughs> if you use it right, huh? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're, you're a big proponent of those. Yeah, that was the, he, you gave me a, a nice little tutorial on them earlier. I'd been thinking about acquiring one again and, and checking it out. You said people made fun of you at one point for using them. Yeah, when I moved to British Columbia, they were not a fan of them. No? Not at all. That sucks. That sucks. Even after you explained to them, like... Yeah. And do you think that you needed that excuse to start rolling doobies with a, a rolling machine? No, probably not, but it's a, gives, gives you a good idea how to roll a joint if you don't yeah. know how. Do you think it you think it made it it makes it easier for you to roll a joint by hand now when you do do it? Yes. Yeah, didn't you say the other night was the first time you did in probably like a year and a half since, really? since my accident, yeah. Really? And you've did you, you had the the motor control and everything yep. and yep. dexterity? Sweet. It's all going good. That's good, man. That's a crazy story. I'm glad that you're here with us. We're lucky to have you. Um, hey, you're an out-of-state guy. Very out-of-state. <laughs> New to Cali. <laughs> From the Midwest. What do you think of all this reefer madness we've got going on out here? Oh, it's beautiful. I love Northern California. 
I just I love being green. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Is it a, a culture shock, or had you you lived up? You were in Canada for a while. Yeah, I did a season in Whistler, British Columbia, snowboarding up there, and it was it was a culture shock when I moved there. But it's definitely uh, they definitely know what they're doing in California. Very very well at what they're doing down here in your opinion which places seems to have it going on more um i would say california but as an american in canada i don't think they're gonna let me into their uh right very special ops so sure 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 um um have you been through colorado i have been through colorado what'd you think we got a gypsy We've got a gypsy here. He's a he's a don't trust the gypsies. <laughs> a traveling fool. <laughs> um, I have not been to a dispensary in Colorado, but um, some of the weed that I got there, it seemed that they were going for quality or they're going for quantity over quality. But they're still new, just like some places in the Midwest. Really? Yeah. What about Michigan? You know Michigan too. This guy's been to a lot of these good places, man. I've been to Michigan. They've got. They've got some good growers there, too. It's pretty crazy how they have caregivers throughout. They have, like, thousands of caregivers, and each caregiver is allowed to have five patients, which is pretty cool. But um, they've got a few dispensaries. Some of them, they call them compassion clubs, but uh, they're all right. Yeah, I think some of them here are called compassion clubs, too, sometimes. People call all sorts of names, dispensaries, compassion clubs. They have some funny names. Holistic centers. (laughs) All sorts of different names, dude. Um, uh, in um, in Michigan, did you? Have you? Are there any? Did any people uh, relocate from California specifically to? Uh, have you ran across that at all? I have not met anyone from California. No. I met a lot of people leaving Michigan to go to California, but <laughs> not a lot of people heading from California to Michigan. Yeah, I think. I mean, I know a lot of people have moved to Colorado. Um, from California and vice versa as well, both directions. Um, just wondering if it's if people have started to move out there to to jump into that program or not. My next place, I want to go to Oregon, Portland, Eugene area, anywhere in Oregon. Yeah, yeah, I definitely want to go up there and check out their scene. Um, looks like they they're voting today on uh, Prop seventy four, which would uh, um, basically legalize. Um, uh, state-regulated uh, dispensaries, meaning you know there'd be a, a system in place that's regulated by the state for private for uh, and uh, are they do they have to be nonprofits? No, they yes. do not. They can be pro- so. profitable. Do do they? Do they, Jamie? Oh, like, Jamie, did you? Um, I thought so. The state-run system, they would be. Uh, I thought they would be, but uh, let me check that out. And make sure. Yeah, yeah. Check that out. Let's do check that out. Um, but uh, anyway, there'll, there'll be dispensaries. Do you think uh, it, it looks like it, it's it's failing right now? Um, still a lot of votes to, to count, but it's failing. Uh, do you think uh, Oregon would be better off with or without? Um, I think they'd be better off because then people would have places to sell their weed, you know? I mean, that's the big thing, right? And to purchase it. Yeah, and, and it's good to have, like, pot-friendly gatherings for people can go to and hang out. And- have you been to a dispensary like that in California yet? Uh, not in California, but a few in Michigan that you could go to, and it was it was a really good vibe. And you could smoke and stuff? Yeah, you could chill out. They had, they would have, like, a bun-tedding room, and then they would have, like, a... Um, a smoking room, and then they had like their chill lounge that you could hang out. Cool. So it was it was good. That's was- cool. That's cool. Yeah, they got that here, and 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 I always appreciated it. And it was crazy because all sorts of different people are in those places. Yeah. And the one thing they have in common is they're feeling so happy because they're like in a public place, like 
legally smoking weed. Yeah. You know? And uh, you could tell there's a lot of sick people. I was there and I talked to a guy who's like dying from cancer and um, you know, like, I mean, that's like a, that, that's an amazing thing. That's something that, that I think prop 19 would probably change in California. I imagine that there'd be more public like lounges or, or, you know, smoke, smoke bars or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's what we should hope for. There I should mean, be more areas, social networks at night that you could do too, you know, There's like a- where you could go see music and, and uh, get, and get high. Pretty much everywhere, isn't it? It's already like that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but you just got to turn your backs to the cops in the streets out here. <laughs> right, right. That you just, as long as you're not looking at them and smoking, right? <laughs> exactly. As long as you're pretending like you don't see them. <laughs> they can't see you. That's kind of the thing, huh? Because it smells like it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You ever been somewhere like that before where people are openly smoking pot as much as they are in Arcata? Yeah, British Columbia, it was kind of like that. In Whistler, you could kind of walk down the streets and if the cops saw you they just kind of tell you to put it out you know but i mean yeah depending on the cop too yeah how about in colorado um yeah in the resorts you always smell weed when you're on the chairlift that's the that's the thing you always i always smell weed when i'm in colorado really mm-hmm. yeah uh, that'd, that'd make it seem even more like home to me yeah. <laughs> uh what uh any any new results guys no, I'm not seeing anything new yet. I'm still having trouble with the yeah. California The page. California site sucks. Yeah, what's up, Really Callie? crappy. Really crappy. Why is it really crappy? Come on, this is 2010. Uh, still 51-49, no new results in Arizona. It's still failing, mm-hmm. uh, Prop 203. Um, <coughs> it, yeah, it does not look good for Jay. Uh, we should probably give him a call at some point. He told us to. I did. I, I called him and left him a message on uh, one of his numbers, um, but not not the other number that I have. So maybe we should try that one. You guys want to give him a call? Sure. Let's see here. Checking it out right now if it's changed for him. Still at fifty one percent on this on this site. Oh, no one is available to take your call. No J. No J. Mm-hmm. Not yet, anyhow. We're sorry, we are currently embroiled in election turmoil. Please try your call again at a later date. So I have a, a clip, it's uh, about five minutes long. I don't know if you want to go to that for a minute. Some uh, a Harvard law professor um, who's talking about uh, the the economic implications of what would happen if uh, if Prop 19 passes. Sure, let's give it a listen. And they head to the polls tomorrow. California voters will decide whether or not to legalize marijuana. If the measure passes, it could add more than $1 billion to the state's coffers. This is according to the Cato Institute, helping to chip away at California's $19 billion deficit. Jeff Meyer is a co-author of the Cato study. He is also a professor of economics at Harvard, and he is joining us now. Professor, thanks so much for joining us. You gave some pretty big statistics here. You say that the expense that California is paying to prohibit uh, the growing and the transactions with marijuana basically is costing the California government close to $1 billion. You add that together with potential tax revenue, and you say this could really help the state. Can you break it down for us? 
So there are two main effects of legalizing marijuana under the state law. One is that the state would no longer be spending money on arrests, on prosecutions for marijuana violations, on prisons to house marijuana prisoners. And at the same time, if it's a legal good, marijuana can be taxed like any other good or like alcohol and, and tobacco at fairly high rates. And so both of those things are good for the California budget. Let me ask you, if for some reason voters are against this tomorrow, does this derail the issue? We know other states, Colorado, considering similar measures. What does this mean politically if it's defeated tomorrow? Um, obviously, it's a setback, but I don't think it means the end of the issue by any means. I mean, first of all, the budget situation is certainly not going to go away uh, in any state anytime soon. Lots and lots of states are thinking about this for budgetary reasons. More importantly, the, the broader issue of why a government should be telling people they can't consume what they want to consume, why it should treat marijuana, for example, any differently than alcohol, that issue is going to be around forever as long as we prohibit one but not the other. Um, and so I don't think the issue is going to go away, even though, of course, a loss tomorrow would not be good news. Professor, we just had a graphic up that I'd like to bring back because we know that New York and California are two of the most indebted states in the country. In fact, they uh -huh. both make the top five. And just to review here, I mean, California's debt, $19 billion. New York's debt, $8.5 billion. We picked these two states because they're on the coast. And then, as we mentioned, they are two of the most indebted. And you say that California stands to gain more than a billion. New York, close to a billion, $840 million to be precise. What are the chances though? Uh, what kind of reception have you had when you reach out and you've published this? Have you heard anything back from state legislatures? Well, I think that there are lots of legislatures that are interested because of these numbers and a lot that are interested who aren't saying so on the record because they don't necessarily have a constituency that is supportive of legalization for, for other reasons. I think the even bigger issue, even if the Prop 19 passed in California, is that the federal government has said very clearly that it's going to try to prevent implementation of Proposition 19. It's going to say that the federal prohibition of marijuana is still in effect and it's still going to be enforced in California, so that's going to muddy the waters substantially, even if with passage it's going to be a number of years before we really know what the full legal and budgetary implications are. Jeff, I like what you said. I mean, you put it on a reasonably, it seems like, logical tax rate. In other words, when you did your study, you, as you mentioned, kind of put it against the taxes that people pay for, um, for cigarettes and also for alcohol. But you also took a look at the actual economic impact. That is to say that all the people who are off the books right now, you're saying all the growers, all the people who sell, all of this income would then go on record. That's part of the calculation as well. That's absolutely part of the calculation. Now, some people, I think, sort of state that in a way which isn't quite accurate. We wouldn't be creating new economic activity because the growing of the marijuana, the processing, the distributing, the selling of sort of bongs and rolling papers and all that, it's already going on. But we would be recognizing it and we would be taxing it. And so we would see a measured increase in the economic output and we'd be able to regulate a tax it like all currently legal goods. Do you have any calculation on just how much this sort of shadowy gray industry represents as far as it California's numbers, uh, how much profit there is in this? Um, I think that the size of the marijuana economy for the United States is about 18 to 20 billion dollars. California is in very round numbers sort of 10 percent of that, so something like two billion dollars. So it's not, you know, an overwhelmingly huge number. It doesn't revolutionize the California or anybody else's economy, but a billion dollars for the state budget is certainly something that's noticeable and certainly something that uh, California should care, care about.
An appeal to logic. Thanks very much, Professor Jeff Myron of Harvard and also of the Cato Institute. Well, we're back. <laughs> Got some new uh, numbers uh, in California. You were able to load them, huh? Yeah, you just have to keep hitting refresh. Yeah. Um, Welcome to my it's world. It's even bigger. It's 5644 uh, now. Actually, it's technically 56.4 to 43.6. Uh, two million votes counted. Um, and uh, it's failing. Hmm. And uh, th- that's a. I don't know how many people. California is what? <coughs> pretty big voting state, right? And there's 35 million people here. Yeah. And But how many of those people are going to show up at the midterm election? Right. It's just not people don't don't vote if it's not a presidential year. Um, Well, according to this, I I just was able to load the page too. 17.6 precincts partially reporting. Mm -hmm. So still a lot to count. A lot. A whole lot. And you never know where they're getting them in from at first. They could be coming in from the, you know, down in the Fresno Bakersfield area, you see Humboldt's on there. Hey, does that is there an update on that? Uh, no, they still have the same results as uh, I read earlier, uh, which were um, <laughs> closer. I think it was uh, fifty six, fifty four. Is that what I said? I don't remember. No, is it like fifty three, forty seven, or fifty two, forty eight, something like that? But mm. it was failing here too. But not as bad as I thought. But that's still pretty low in the count as well. going on there jamie you finding any uh updates in illinois um yeah we do we actually also have one uh uh before i get to this um from uh oregon measure 74 that we have 66 percent counted now and it looks like it's uh 58 to 42 so i think it's uh it's likely failed um it has been announced by a few uh entities that it, it it has failed i don't think it's over officially just yet but uh yeah that one's not looking good um the uh south dakota initiated measure 13 undoubtedly forget about uh, it that's yeah, done yeah they have uh, 791 precincts and over 700 of them have already reported and it's like uh, 2 to 1 nearly um against that one um I'm scared to push this button for Illinois. I don't want to update this thing. (laughs) Quinn is up uh, with 96% of precincts reporting thus far. He is, uh, well, at least as of 11.23 p.m., he is um, up by one-tenth of a percentage point. Um, Okay, I have an update here. Now he's up by three-tenths of a percentage point, which is not really that comforting. Um, But, you know. Yeah, small margin. It's like almost uh, where they start having legal issues over things. <laughs> right. right. I do have a, a little bit of information that we were wondering about here um, about Propos- or Measure 74 in Oregon. Um, it says that there is a nonprofit requirement. All oh, okay. clinics providing medical marijuana to patients must be nonprofit entities, producers, and clinics may only charge enough to reimburse their costs, which I think would be difficult to enforce, of course. But yeah, that's well. Costs that's what include the, salaries. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how the that's how the thing works. Um, what do you think about or would that? have? What do you think about that? Like, why why is everybody so bent on uh, dispensing marijuana in a not for profit manner? I don't know. You know, they dispense every other kind of medicine for a sick ass over the top profit. <laughs> you know, 
Yeah, I don't understand. Have you ever spent eighteen dollars for a, a Tylenol? For well, if you if you've been to the uh, hospital, you likely have. Right. Yeah, I spent like seven hundred dollars for a shot just recently. Good gracious, isn't that crazy? To be so seen a good one. and have a shot. <laughs> and be prescribed other medicine, which I spent more money on. And actually, it's seven hundred and fifty dollars, and the medicine yeah. cost money as well. Um, was that uh, was that a life changing shot or what? It worked for like twenty four hours. It really did. I was in a lot of pain. It wasn't a. It was a like um anti super crazy anti inflammatory steroid something. Steroidal, was, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And ah, uh, uh, it it uh. Oh, we got county results. Okay, Let's see here. Yeah, it it was that's an expensive ass shot, and they get to do that for for profit. I mean, dude, like literally gave me a shot. You know, Eleven mm-hmm. County. You know, it's amazing. Arizona keeps trickling in these votes. I mean, there's been a a little bit over a hundred and ten thousand additional votes posted so far, and the percentage <laughs> just doesn't seem to change. Uh, same thing in California. It's actually trending towards still going down, getting beat even bigger. Uh, the numbers just keep ticking down on the um, government site here. It's uh, at, at the what's this? The Secretary of the State. Secretary of yeah. State site. Um, been a couple hundred more thousand votes counted, and it's creeped down a little bit more. It's failing with only forty three per two. Forty-three point two percent of the vote, and uh, in Humboldt County, uh, they've counted about fifteen thousand votes, and uh, is now failing with forty-six um, percent uh, voting yes and fifty-four percent voting no. So that's even trending the other direction as they count. We have another caller. We do. Yeah. All right. Hi, you're on the cannabis agenda. Hey, how's it going, guys? Chunk. Hey, okay, who? Hey. It's Chunk. Oh, it is Chunk. Hey, what's up, Chunk? Hey, guys, just doing some push-ups for pot. Oh nice. yeah. <laughs> nice. How you feel? Have you have you, uh, have, oh, you yeah. have you listened? Oh, hey, Chunk. Can you turn? Down uh, yeah. Your, can you turn down your speaker? Yeah, I hear button? that delay. That's on. First time caller. First time caller, <laughs> long time stoner. <laughs> so I got your uh, email earlier about the bugs and things. You're saying prices might go up. What, what do you mean? Uh, well, I think that uh, you guys got me thinking uh, on a large scale, especially when we're talking about covering humidity control. That's a good point to bring up uh, with crops. I mean, we can, we can start to use other things, but, uh, I could see it just staying the same, maybe slowly increasing, just like a gallon of milk. Like very increased over time. Hmm. Uh, I mean, potentially, I don't know. Do you think it could uh, maybe drop first and then do that? I I could see it going both ways. Uh, Hmm. I'm just trying not to get really too concerned about it. if we're talking about the personal grower, uh, I think most of us are just worried about maybe getting rid of 10 pounds at any given time. Uh, you lose a little money, you make a little money. Uh, that's going to be a completely different concern to 
some that's pumping out 2,000, 10,000, at least to some degree. Yeah. I just don't see the price changing immediately. <laughs> no, yeah, right. I mean, it was kind of one of the. It's it's it's. It would take a while. I mean, they don't even have a system in place for this yet. This this doesn't even automatically like the the system has to basically be. I mean, cr- the regulatory system has to be created after this, and then each place will make their rules on how it's sold, what can be done. So it's these build. It has to. The rules have to be written. The businesses have to be built. Um, it would it would definitely take a while to change. Cause that it's is change. Cool. Status That's quo. Huh? Hey, someone the other day. Keep on doing what you're doing. Someone the other uh, day. Hopefully. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was interrupting. <laughs> uh, well, as a as a as a fan to the the movement, uh, I voted yes on Prop 19 today. All right. Uh, mostly. Ding. Mostly <laughs> because. Uh, I feel like Bob Marley would have wanted us to. So nice, uh, nice. I think that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as far as as far as profiting off of it, uh, I think that it's it's worthwhile, especially um, if you start to take into account um, the idea of effort that a lot of people are putting in out here just to make a good living and give back to people. Uh, I think it's definitely worthwhile to try to make some money off of it. But um, as far as legalizing it, uh, I don't think that would interfere with that idea ultimately. What, um, that you could make money so off of marijuana? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I if hope it, that, uh, it, that's kind of. I hope that. Go ahead. Uh, I hope that it was. Uh, it's like the wine. Um, Wine trade seems to be a little more personal. Maybe the marijuana trade will end up following suit. That's an interesting point. That is a very interesting point because a lot of people try to think that all of a sudden it's going to be cigarettes and it's just going to be like, eh, cigarettes, eh," you know? But you're right. I didn't ever think about it in regards to wine like that. I thought about it in regards to like, you might see one huge pot farm and they're like, the Blue Dream Farm. This farm grows grows Blue Dream. That's their thing, you know. Um, and uh, you might, see it, which is a, a similarity between wine and pot. But I didn't think about that. The fact that like wine wine purchasing is so intimate, like that, and so many people put so much effort into their wine purchases, uh, and it's common. Um, that's a very that's, very interesting point. That's my thought. Yeah, that's tonight. That's what I'm working on. Right now, it's uh, living that dream, and I'm sure there's a handful of other people out there, and hopefully uh, more and more people catch on. This live show seems to work well with being able to communicate. Uh, I'll put that out there. You like it? Anybody else listening? Yeah, definitely call in. Talk yeah. about what you're doing. Uh, it's, it went, it's what we need to do. And if you can, get out there and vote. Uh Especially if you're registered, hopefully voted today. I can see how it's not that easy, and hopefully, I don't look at today as a loss by any means. I definitely look at it as a victory. So, there we go. Uh, hopefully, it encourages more people to get out next time and rock the vote. Are you a little? Get some MTV. <laughs> are you kind of uh, a li- are, you, are you not at all? Um... It doesn't bother you that the, the young that the younger voters didn't show up. That this issue didn't 
push them to the polls? Uh, that's kind of what I'm feeling. I'm feeling this year so far has been kind of the uh, just I'd rather worry about my life type of politics. But that doesn't mean that come two years from now that's not going to change. But uh, it it just seemed like today was the day that uh, if you get the chance, go vote. Uh, and it seems too bad, but that's the feeling I had, and I actually took advantage of it. But that's not to say this year. And it's it, maybe uh, Prop 19 became a victim of that this year, but I'm sure that uh, in the end it's going to be looked at as a victory. So we got that to cheer for. Yeah, it's uh, started a discussion, huh? I believe so. I've been listening to your report, and, <clears throat> well, I've got my hopes up, but it doesn't seem too good right now. Just yeah, feeling the, feeling the positive vibe still, so that has to be a good thing. Yeah, and we got to see. I just got, like, LA, uh, LA County numbers in. Um, it's trending no big in LA as well. So unless this, yeah, Los Angeles County, it's even trending big in Los Angeles, um, which is uh, to me surprising. Um, where you you were talking about San Diego earlier, Jamie, you're saying you heard something mm-hmm. that they were having issues with the uh, amount of turnout that younger ter- uh, people that were showing up there. It's failing big. Yeah, there it was too. a good thing. It was actually to the positive. It was uh, Tom Angel from the Yes on Nineteen campaign sent out an email and said that he had reports. Um, that they had so much of a youth of a young turnout there that they ran out of uh ballots so well nice yeah that's well with with 28.5 percent reporting in san diego it's failing it's only getting 44 percent of the vote Um, as well as uh there uh there uh there's updated results from south dakota with uh where did the number go? 708 of 791 precincts reporting. Um, no is taking the vote with 64% to 36%. So that's probably, that's that's the biggest uh, defeat um, so far. Got if, stomped out like yeah, a cigarette butt. In South Dakota. That's, uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's tough, dude. That's really tough. Um, looks like potentially a tough year for what's going on Arizona looks like a really <clears throat> tough year for uh pot propositions uh-huh yeah what do you think you think they should uh um uh go and and put their money into a, a bill that they can support oh yeah, yeah. Uh... <clears throat> I think so you think, I think so that would be great uh if uh I like the idea of them smoking clubs too. I think that was a great idea. Uh, if this, it starts to open up the idea to be able to, and the, the fellow talking earlier about everything already being uh, part of the economy as far as jobs and having to have workers and just uh, making it more transparent, I think that that's a good thing. Uh, it's uh, They're obviously making money off of it and Maybe that's part of the reason. Maybe the right people haven't moved into the right places yet to really just have this go ahead and be legal. So maybe we wait. 
but I think uh, just bringing it up and having it be this high profile is is awesome. Uh, if you're if you're barely paying attention at all, you know what's going on. I'm seeing support from all over America for us, so there's there's definitely something to it. I haven't really been paying much attention to politics lately, but uh, I knew about Prop 19, read a little bit about it, and I uh, felt like it was something I should support. Well, you, I mean, it took a long time for you to come to your decision on it, didn't it, Chunk? Uh, yeah, but uh, I actually listened to uh, what everybody had to say. I saw some headlines saying people within our movement may or may not want to go for it, and I kind of see that going on. Um, so uh, this year I decided to keep it really real and just <clears throat> listen to my gut and vote the way I felt, and uh, I felt like yes is the way to go. Uh, if anything, it, like, it must still have to go through some steps, even if it does pass. So um, there's people out there fighting the good fight. That's what I appreciate. That's why I um, participated in my right to vote today, out of respect for most of those people. Uh, I And uh, it actually encouraged me a little today. I'm glad that there was a vote involving marijuana at all. I'm glad that it's in the conversation. Was that your primary uh, reason to get out today and vote? That was my primary reason. Yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, a lot of people that will participate on the show, they would say the same thing. Um, but apparently it was only like one out of ten's primary reason. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I think we're out. I think that, uh, you got to get the youth out there and vote, uh, all the participators, and just get that to be a um, pretty open thing. Um, until that happens, this this might... Uh, well, there's so many things to consider, but if we're on that topic, that is, that is an important thing. Um, we probably could have had a better influence, but uh, I partly blame myself, but... Uh, I'm a, I'm here working, so what can you do? So let me <laughs> let me ask you then, Chunk. Are, if if there's another proposition on the ballot in in two years, do you think you'll you'll do more to support it? Because we were talking about that earlier, and, yeah. and we think we will. Oh, we're we're definitely going to. I want to start a pack um, and try and gain money from all <laughs> these shit talking motherfuckers that are down with legalization in this area, wow. and see if they'll put their fucking money where their mouths at, and if we'll try and write try and find the right people in the area to support it and figure out a propose a bill of our own and see if what we can f look at the Jack Herrera thing. It's two years away. I'm obviously going to be all over Jack Herrera's proposed bill, um, for 2012 and find out what I think about it. And I mean, I just, dude, I just wish that I just want people to, to put their money where their mouth is. I think that weed is, I think it's crazy that it can't be treated like a normal commodity. And, um, I think that we have to continue working towards that. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully we're going to get to man, like love, we're going to get to that point. I, I hope, you know, what I hope is that, that I, that, that I haven't had this like false veil pulled over my eyes where I see like the future and, you know, we're so close to, to weed, you know, being more of a normal commodity and, um, treated normally. And, and I hope that, that we actually are closer to that, but 
um, today, today so far seems to be a sting. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to find the energy, um, to move forward. But I think that, uh, now moving forward after we've had this, you know, whole, whole issue with this whole thing, because we didn't you know, up here because we didn't trust who was involved in the process. Well, we should at the minimum have a, a, a political action committee that will, uh, spend dollars on trying to be a part of the process of whatever bill that's going to go on in 2012, make sure we have an influence in the process of writing the proposition so that people can feel more secure um, with, with, with what's going on. I think that's a huge, huge thing that has to happen. Um, what do you think about that chunk? I thought that sounded great. That's the type of attitude that I was hoping would come from, things like today. And I'm encouraged to hear what you have to say. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of other people out there that feel the same way. Hopefully this does energize some people to really get out there and express their talents and really just support what probably a lot of people want supported, but not everybody's really able to, to do for one reason or another, um, mostly because it's uh, still oppressed uh, a lot of different ways. So, and not not so much here, but uh, outside of it, that's still that pressure's coming in from the television. So, uh, hopefully, we can keep pushing, and um, we'll we'll see victories continuing. Some new reggae music might come from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll put down some tracks, I bet, won't you? Hey, yeah, I was actually thinking some. Uh, I was thinking some up earlier today. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah songs about herbicides and pesticides. <laughs> we'll play them for you, man. We'll definitely play them for you. Yeah, we, we will. Um, New California news, 26.1% in the whole state, and it's still failing at uh, nearly 57 to 43. Mm, it's a pretty decent margin. Mm-hmm. It's pretty decent. And um, mm-hmm. most places, some are voting, so it is a trending vote. Like, it doesn't look like there's no big counties that aren't reporting anything yet. So uh, we'll keep... Uh, keep updating you i'm kind of viewing los angeles as an indicator i would think that it's one of the big counties if it's swung and started to swing in a direction it would start changing rapidly mm-hmm. um do you guys do you guys not do you guys know this guy zach uh galifanic bankus galifanocus yeah he was in that movie uh is it the hangover yeah, from The Hangover. That's uh-huh. everyone keeps telling me I have to see The Hangover. You have to see The Hangover. You have to see The Hangover. So yeah, you know I, one of those uh, kind of bachelor bachelor party kind of movies. It's it's really a, uh, a pretty good one as far as that ilk is concerned. I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. So Zach was on the um uh, the uh, uh, Bill Maher. What's it? What's the name of his show? Uh, yeah, real Bill time. Maher. Real time. Yeah, with real Bill time. Maher uh, on HBO uh, this past weekend and. Um, he did something kind of funny, and uh, we got the clip, so I'm going to roll it. Because we are facing a big proposition here in California on Tuesday. Prop 19 will <laughs> allow you to grow 25 square feet of marijuana. You're going to grow? 
Uh, I'm going to swing by Home Depot today. Yeah, really. <laughs> Getting ready for it. Buy the heat lamps. No, no. I gave all that up when I got saved. Oh, really? <laughs> How's that going for you? How's that going well? Do you liking it? Feels good? But what is so sad is that no Democrat has backed Prop 19 out here. And this is so typical of the Democrats. They have a great case to make. It, just in, in what we would save on stupid law enforcement of this, we would save about eight or nine billion dollars. We could get about, nationally anyway, we could get about the same eight or nine billion dollars nationally on taxes. This could pay for, listen to this, enough to send every three and four year old to a quality preschool, which would prevent way more crime. Have you donated to the campaign? I have not. But you, but you support it? I do. But so it's, why, it's well, not running well in the polls. So Democrats, had they attached themselves to it, would have been attaching themselves to something that was actually less popular than the Democrats are in California right now. <laughs> I mean, Jerry Brown's running way ahead of that proposition. You know. I, I agree with that. I think it's a tricky thing to... to I mean, uh, I, that's not really part of my life. That the, the, the... Oh, wait, I did, I did contribute, but it was a wedding present. <laughs> Somebody, yeah, I, I forgot, yes. I'm sorry. But I, I, I think I have to agree. It's a tricky thing politically to, to jump on that band, bandwagon because I think that maybe people st see it as taboo still. Um, so I, It's I why it's a ballot measure, Bill, because no politician, even if they thought it was a good idea... <laughs> <laughs> no one will take it. Wow. Go, oh, Mike. How's your back? He has a, is that old guy? Yes. Uh, that's it. Uh, it's <laughs> better for television than radio. Yeah, the girl took it and she smelled it and she goes, Ooh, it's oh, the real it's thing. It's real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Funny stuff. Funnier than the election results we've getting in so far. Yeah. Uh, crappy. This is, like, uh, this is a crappy night. Oregon, the ballot measure, 74, 58% to 42%. Failing. Uh, Big. Failing. Uh, I think it's just about uh, to the point where we could officially announce that one as a How, failed. What's the percentage in? Um, well, over 67% is in. Still pretty close in Arizona. Uh, it's failing at 51, 49 yeah, it's odd. It just keeps the numbers keep going up of the votes that come in, but the percentage keeps staying the same. Mm -hmm. As far as uh, South Dakota is concerned, I think we can officially proclaim that one as a failed Dead. Uh, initiative. It's 723 of 791 precincts reporting, and it's just uh, uh, by wide margin failing. So there's that one. Chunk, you still on the line there? Oh, yeah. Oh, listening and working away. Chunk is here. I'm you doing push-ups for pot over here. I'm got <laughs> a new total gym. Oh, yeah? So. All right. The total no, gym, dude. <laughs> Chunk's total gym. <laughs> it, would, it would be nice. Was uh, that bong rips? Yeah, that's. That's the new total gym. <laughs> uh, Serious bong rips. And, and push-ups? Push-ups for pot all day long. <laughs> I've got uh, new new ways to stay in shape. Uh, if you snip off a bud, 
wet trimming. You got to drop down and do 10 push-ups. Oh, push-ups for pot. What do you think, man? Uh, been a lot of name-calling up in this area over the last uh, couple weeks in regards to people's viewpoints on uh, this proposition. How does that make you feel? Well, uh, I, I tried to stay out of it um, for the most part, uh, but to be perfect, for the most part, I guess everybody that I ran into has supported it. So that's been good. Really? But uh, so you have really the only negative into I've heard has been from uh, some sort of mainstream media, uh, newspaper, and uh, the TV has seemed to treat it kind of as a novel, novelty, and uh, it's just if if they want, they'll embrace it. I think uh, America would embrace it. It's California supported it, I don't think that they're that threatened by marijuana, and maybe it stays in California, and uh, we see what happens, uh, but, uh... I'm surprised you managed to avoid all all drama-filled uh, encounters in regards to this proposition. A friend of mine earlier today said anyone that votes yes on this is a fucking idiot and doesn't know anything about it. Well, you know, I expect that, and um, for anybody that really gives a shit, uh, maybe you should just respect that person's right to make their own decision. That's the whole point of voting, and not so get in somebody's face about what they even think about it. It's everybody's right to... There's definitely people that there and vote either way. There's people that vote every direction and don't know anything about the subject. There's people that probably didn't read it and voted yes and voted no. I mean, it's I've talked to people who go and vote right. and don't even learn about the propositions at all, and they go and they read them in the ballot box and they choose yes or no right there. Hmm. Right? That's kind of crazy. That's exactly. That's how I feel. I re I appreciate everyone that has put in the effort to really, uh, even first-time voters, I know some, I know a first-time voter that's 30 years old that got to, he read every measure and voted on every single thing. And I only went and voted for one thing today. So I think that it's great. Yeah. Hey, I want to, uh, I need to mention something. We just had someone try and call in. Um, when we are on the line with someone, uh, we, we only have one line currently, right? Right. So uh, you, you should uh, wait till we're off the line. Uh, um, Chunk, uh, can, can we get you back on in a bit if we get any new news? Yes, definitely can. I'll just be here. All right. You know the number, 707-654-CAN. Thanks, Chunk. We appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Good work. Ugh, it's painful sometimes. It is self-serving, mm. though. I really love what I'm doing. <laughs> Resilience is the key. Speaking of loving what we're doing, hey, do you guys like this format? Matt was just saying a few minutes ago during one of the clips that uh, he thought maybe we should have done an agenda the regular way and then just taking calls as they came and just updated with the... Uh, talking to me and it's coming across. Oh, someone's on the line. Hey, hello. how's... <laughs> hello. Hello? Hello, hello. Hey, how's it going? Good. <laughs> Who's this? Um, This is Strawberry Cough from Arcata. It's Strawberry Cough. Hey, um, can you turn down your um speakers in the background? 
I can. Hold on just a second. Okay. Okay. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm well. I just I just had a quick question as we're sitting here with all this excitement going on. Yeah. Um, are you guys going on the road this summer by chance? <laughs> Strawberry. I, I think there was some talk about that. <laughs> you want so I, let me get this right. You think we should take an RV and travel around the country and do this show on the road? I, I do. I think that I think that maybe that would be a really good way to get in touch with your fan base and, um, you know, maybe get a people, you know, give people an idea of like what you guys are really like and on the level is, you know, like a real person instead of just this, this voice on a, you know, a screen. I think that would be a really good way to put your, uh, I've, we've, I've had a few people say there. we should at least put like pictures potentially up <laughs> on the website. <laughs> what do you think? Well, you know, <laughs> Um, I think that there is some magic to the voice on the screen. And I think that, you know, that's definitely a force to be reckoned with. But I also think that if you want to expand your client base, maybe, or not client base, listen to me, your, your <laughs> listening audience, <laughs> your listening audience, uh, maybe you could, you know, like put it out there and just go travel. I don't know. Yeah, I'm we we we, we actually um, kind of experimented with it some this summer, didn't we, Matt? We we had a couple I, of experiments. Yeah. <laughs> I would say so. Yes, you guys did. Right, you did. Um, but let's let's go east. You want to go? I'm thinking. Okay. Well, the engineer did go east for a bit with with the show, but you want to go and promote the show big time and do it on the road. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're we're not close-minded to the idea. Um, we're definitely not close-minded to the idea. It's uh, Pot, you have a kid. I do have a kid. So, um, you, you think he'd want to come along? Hey, how's it going, dogs? <laughs> hey, Strawberry. It's good. How are you doing? I'm well. How was your trip? I'm glad you're home. Oh yeah, it was a blast. It was so much fun. It's like the summer hasn't ended yet. Oh, you haven't even talked. You haven't even spent a second to talk about your debauchery in Hampton. (laughs) No, it was a it was a good time. (laughs) Yeah, it was a splendid time. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. good, good, good. Well, I'm glad you made it home safe. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yes. Happy Halloween. Arcado was (laughs) Arcado was crazy, wasn't it? Oh my God! People crawling off the buildings. It's insanity to the fullest degree. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, name, name over here was uh, <laughs> he was tripping on the people on the statue. Uh, <laughs> was there a, I think there might have been a wig on the on the statue by the end of the night, or was there's a pumpkin? I'm my bad. There was a pumpkin on the statue by the end of the night. Hey, I just thought about this today. Do you think it would have been funny if I would have been prop nineteen? That would have been great. With, like, guns and, like, swords and, like, fake money and trying to take everyone's money and trying to, like, steal from them and, like, all sorts of words related to it written all over me and blood, sort of zombie-like, Prop 19, like, with the number. Well, 
Well, I think there's that, but then you might have also been able to go as a businessman and um, dress in a super nice suit, and, you know, like... Oh, you could go that way, too. to the table. Oh, we could have gone a bunch of different ways. We could have done the whole... We could have had, like, a crew of different, different like, stereotypes behind the idea of Prop 19. I have, have some yeah. bad news. What? Uh, yeah. We have a statement from the Yes on 19 campaign, Uh-oh. which appears to be a concession statement. Um, I guess it's not a concession because there's no opponent, but uh, they say in response to the voting results on Prop 19, the California ballot measure to blah, 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 proponent Richard Lee released the following statement. The fact that millions of Californians voted to legalize marijuana is a tremendous victory. Uh, um, we have broken the glass. Is that right? Maybe they released the the wrong statement because <laughs> we have broken the glass ceiling. Yeah, uh, voted to legalize. Uh, well, okay, no, no, no. He, I, I see. So, so he's just saying that millions of Californians voted to to legalize marijuana. It, not that it passed. Okay, so no, we've broken the glass ceiling. Prop nineteen has changed the terms of the debate, yeah. and that was the major strategic goal. That's what he's saying, and yeah. and I think he has uh, changed. Uh, they've changed it to where it's now a discussion of it being. Uh, well, they're trying to change it to it being a discussion of. Uh, um, marijuana is safer than, than alcohol should be able to be regulated like alcohol. It'll change. I mean, all the rhetoric that came from the campaign and everything, uh, uh, all, you know, it making it more difficult for children to have marijuana. What do you think about that? Um, strawberry, you think it, that, that prop 19 would have helped it, uh, would have made it more difficult for, for teenagers to get pot or, uh, less difficult. I don't know. See, the thing is, is that they're going to get it regardless. Sure. And um, since our, I don't know, just coming from the aspect of being a teenager once myself and kind of knowing the state of the correctional facilities in America, I think that it would be maybe beneficial to make it easier for them and, like, make it, I don't know, less of a you know, offense to be carrying something like that just based on, I mean, like, how much do you, how much are we spending in America's correctional facilities annually on something that's so, I mean, you didn't, you don't see meth heads shooting, I mean, meth heads shoot people in the face and stuff, and, you know, I don't know. It's frustrating because, (sighs) okay. Nobody shoots each other when they're high on weed. Right. And, um, so you think it should be able to be treated like a normal I, commodity, too, at some point in, in our future? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, thank, you, thank you for summarizing that. I mean, it's it's just it seems rational, right? I mean, here's the thing. Colorado has really changed the... In, in that state, they've made leaps and bounds so fast. They're They're moving forward so much faster than California is because they discuss it on different terms there it is all about the issue that hey this is a rational thing to do it's safer than alcohol it should be legal here we want to bitch and moan about money and who's going to make the money and how much the taxes are going to be and this and that and it's we're so business oriented over here in california Mm -hmm. it's so much about the economics of the whole thing and um i'm not sure that prop 19 actually did do everything to change the the dynamic of the debate like what Richard Lee said. I think to some extent we've changed some of it, but I think that we're still basically not looking at it as a as a as just a choice to like go ahead and do something that's rational because it's rational. It's about who's going to get what piece of the pie. 
And um, and I I think that that's a sort of troubling troublesome, but I don't know, maybe definitely very California like. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Yes. Yeah. And and I mean you know it's um it's tough because I really hope that this did 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 uh help us, but um you know it's going to take the effort of people. And I've been talking about it here for a while, and I don't you know I, I this show I don't. Have you been listening the whole time? Did you hear me talking earlier about people in this area putting some money into uh, writing something that they can support? I actually just get, got back from dinner and I chimed in when I called. Well, thanks for chiming in. That's the thing about a live show, and people do that all the time on the radio. I catch my shows like that all the time on the radio, and um, that's this is interesting uh, format. Um, but uh, um, yeah, I was talking earlier and I was saying, you know, like a lot of people in our area up here in the Emerald Triangle uh, were saying they, they are all down for legalization, but they just can't support this bill. Um, how come, yeah. if that's the case, they haven't, with all the money that's in the pot trade up here, ever done this before on their own, wrote their own initiative and um, pursued passing it? Or uh, and uh, you know why and why won't they do it in the future? Do you think that do you think that if uh, if I if 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 uh, a really um, committed group of uh, people up in this area tried to 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 put it together, it could be done? Um. Yeah, I do. I think that it could be done, but it's going to have to take a lot of. Um, you know, counsel and negotiation amongst each other to come to a general consensus of what the parameters of that whole project are going to be. You've got to get everybody on board with that. Otherwise, there's going to be some major upheaval in the economy here. And um, I don't, I, I mean, I think that we're all very open to something like that, but it's got to be on our parameters, definitely. And so you would, you would everybody's think, got to agree, otherwise it's... It, so we should go, we should do that then. Why shouldn't, then we should, we should be the ones who, if we're for legalization, shouldn't we be the ones to write the, write the damn bill then, write the initiative? Well, yeah, if that's how it's going to go, if oh. that's the way it should be. But I don't want it to go that direction yet, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Did you vote yes or no on Prop 19? I'm actually not a California resident, so I cannot vote in this election. Otherwise, I would have voted no. You would have voted no. Yep. Because of uh, the um, difficulty that you think it would have on uh, people in our area here? I think, that I, I think that the Emerald Triangle here needs to maybe consider the fact that it's going that direction and that we need to like have more communication within our community. Because how we want to handle it as a community. I uh, I understand that. Um, we talked with uh, Nick from this area uh, a while back, and he had the same concern. I think that that's a um, I think that that is a very very valid um, concern, actually. Um, and I just hope that we do it. I at the time was saying I don't think we'll do it. That's the problem. I think that. Um, well, yeah, I think that each each of the you know the corners of this triangle are very different in. Um, you know, I mean, we're all very different. We come from different communities. I think our communities are structured differently in each corner of our little world here. But we all stand. I think that we all have a common ground and that we can all come to a general, I would hope, that we would be able to come to a general consensus being that people's livelihoods um, 
you know, the uh, integrity of our economy here is based on that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, um, so you think that Prop 19 then would have definitely been bad for our area? Definitely. Um, At this point in time. Mm hmm. Maybe I think we might be more ready for it come uh, next election. 2012? Yeah. Yeah. CNN's reporting that Prop 19 has been defeated. Um, So that's what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about this for two more years. And I really hope that um, I really hope that uh, you guys are right. And that in two more years, we're not talking about this on the same terms, all paranoid about it because it wasn't authored in our area. Um, You know, I I don't know how we can write a bill that will protect Humboldt County and and, and make sure to guarantee that we can ever be continue to be the monopoly on marijuana. I'm not sure we can protect it to that degree. Um, I don't think we can. I don't know. I don't know how we'll pass something like that. But uh yeah, I mean, you know, like it should be, it should be authored up here. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see at least a, 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 a very strong political action committee that um, uh, it has a, hev- a heavy financial interest and in, uh, uh, is participating in the process of moving forward towards 2012. Um, there is a bill, or there is a potential bill. It's, it was proposed by Jack Herrera. Uh, there's a lot of people that are talking about pushing it forward. Um, we should be part of the process of uh getting it on the ballot and fine-tuning it don't you think i definitely agree yeah revolver get off the pot right (laughs) yeah yeah that's uh that's what i was (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a bumper sticker thanks for talking yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get back to some homework here definitely we appreciate graduating in may gotta get it done you know yeah well (laughs) we uh appreciate we appreciate how much thought you put into uh to, to to this uh, process and um, uh, respect your viewpoints here on the cannabis agenda. Thank you so much for calling in. Call us again sometime. Thank you, Mr. Green. Have a good night, guys. Okay. Bye. All right. Um, okay, guys, here's some uh, new updated uh, finalized results. Um, Oregon is uh, measure 74 is officially um, defeated. Um, this is the worst one of all, in my opinion, uh, most dis- disconcerting to me. Um, our good friend Jay Selthoffner has officially been declared, uh, his, the campaign is over. Um, Joan Balweg, the, rec- the incumbent Republican he was running against is officially declared the winner in that race. So we'll talk to him in the future. Um, this, uh, coming up this later this week, um, and get some input on, what he's got in his future and what do we, what he feels about the way this went. The time I'm sure that, uh, that's, that's gotta be somber. That was a tough, uh, tough one there. Um, sure. You know, it's like our last caller said, I mean, she, she, she made a good point and, and the caller before that as well, you know, they both made a good point that, you know, it's really about getting out there and, and making the effort. And he knows, uh, Jay has, Jay has made com- comments to that effect, you know, in the past. So, I'm sure uh, it should be an interesting conversation to have with him. I'm sure his spirits are still high. I mean, I'm sure right at the moment it might be difficult to to say that, but uh, uh, I'm sure by 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 the end of the week he'll be uh, already bounced back and and ready to keep going. Definitely, he will. He'll be working on his next venture. I'm sure, <laughs> smiling. I'm sure he'll have lots of smile about tomorrow, as all of us will. 
Um, I'm uh, I'm kind of bummed right now though. Prop 19 just went down in flames, man. <laughs> Did it officially, or is that just CNN? That's what CNN is saying. Um, and they were actually just doing a piece on it that we didn't get to listen into. Um. Yeah, we we can. Did you say we had a caller trying to call in? Yeah, yeah, we did. I was right at the end of Strawberry's call. So, um, if uh, whoever is trying to call, if you can call us right back, that'd be great. Uh, we can only take one call at, at a time. Seven zero seven six five four can two two six six. Um, wow, guys, we're getting closer to to wrapping this show up. Actually, it's uh, mm-hmm. the only thing that's even out there still is Arizona. Um. And it's pretty much stayed steady now. I don't know. It might be, it might be shit can too. Um, but uh, we'll see. I'm gonna try and search for a story about it um, instead of just the election result page because they don't say what the percent of precincts are there. Um, trail slightly behind. Yeah, that one's kind of close though. Fifty-one forty, uh, fifty-one forty-nine. So uh, perhaps there's still. Hope on that one. Maybe they haven't gotten enough uh, votes in to really um, to really make the call on that one yet. So I don't see. It's any- interesting. They don't seem to to give how many votes or how many precincts have reported. No, in that state. no, they don't. And uh, they do do it on the California site, which I was saying earlier they did not. And I, it was just hard as hell to find for me for some reason. It was not simple. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a virtual shutout. I think we got another caller. We do. Hello. 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 Who's calling? Yeah, this is uh, Bobby Delfern. Hello. (laughs) We got a delay going on. Where are you uh, calling from? Yeah, I'm calling from San Diego. San Diego? Yeah. Hey, Bobby, can you turn down your speaker in the background there? I just did. Cool, cool. Nice. Thanks, Thanks bro. Thanks, bro. What's uh, I, I, how, how are you feeling about Prop 19 tonight? Well, I'm kind of glad it failed. Yeah? Yeah. Why so? But I called to ask you guys what you guys feel about decriminalization over legalization. Oh, uh, one over the other? Like, just only having one of them and not having, not having the other? Is that what you I mean? mean? This is for you guys, because yeah. everybody knows how I feel. Um... I think, uh, right, uh, Jamie thinks that marijuana should be treated like lettuce at some point in the future. He thinks it's that safe of a substance, and, and I really don't disagree completely. I think we're a long way from it being like that. But um, uh, I think that it's, I mean, I think that decriminalization is a step in the right direction. I'm happy that we've, pa- that the governor, si- that Schwarzenegger signed into law the fact that now under announce is simply a ticket, basically, a citation. Um, I think that's awesome. I think that uh, even with legalization, with with what we called legalization through Prop 19, um, it would have uh, we would have there still could have been you know criminal fines on people with possession of uh, large amounts or whatever the courts decide to say large amounts. So um, it was still one ounce, was it not? Yeah, it's it's one ounce, but it it provided an affirmative defense. So if you could, if you had a justifiable reason in court, you could have, there's a, there was the potential that you could um, be let off for, for having more than an ounce. And I'm sure there would be, will end up being, would have ended up being several pres, pre, uh, precedents that would work with that argument and many that wouldn't. Um, but if you wanted if you knew that you were the type of consumer 
um, or grower or broker or whatever that needed more, you could either pay the, you know, figure out how to get into the business, work for someone, pay a license, or you could still participate with 215 and uh, protect your rights through 215. And um, so, um, yeah, but the for, for, for consumer possession, it was uh, up to one ounce. Um, and uh, so, well, you know. Don't you think that's kind of bullshit? Oh, yeah, we were talking about it earlier. I think it's crazy that I can go into a liquor store and um, I can uh, buy a fifth of uh, whiskey and I can uh, funnel it through a beer bong and kill myself, but I can't buy as much pot as I want. I do think that that's uh, pretty crazy. I mean, like I was saying, we lean towards lettuce, man. So, uh, But we believe that the marijuana, so far throughout our history, we've never been able to get an all or nothing sort of victory with marijuana. And the only way I think we're ever really going to, we will get one eventually, and it'll come once the federal government probably uh, deschedulizes it. And um, then things will probably progress um, swiftly, but, uh, so far incrementalism has been all we've been able to get, um, with marijuana. Um, you know, there's been a lot of injustices through history that have had to take that route. I mean, you can even look at the way that African Americans were treated here. They had to take incremental steps. And I mean, that was just torturous for them. Um, so it's tough because I think it's restricting, but at the same time, I think it would have made it to where, uh, we would have been spending far less dollars on, um, on policing. So, you know, how much busting up is there going to be? I guess you would have to get busted with it in your car. Um, because if they come to your house, right. and you know, I mean, less policing, you know, that's kind of how I was feeling about it. Like it, it just, it will mean less. Yeah, but it sounds, it sounds like a lot of people are for it because they're for, smoking weed and that doesn't necessarily mean that it should be legalized and taxed i mean if you're for it just because you smoke then why would you want to be taxed as a grower and taxed as a buyer why would you be in favor of that why would i be in favor of uh, paying taxes yeah well yeah, I guess. Because, dude, I, I I have a kid. I have a life. I would like okay. to be doing something that's legal and um, something that I believe should be legal. Um, I'd pay taxes on every job I've ever had. Um, I, you know, I, I just I would prefer to be doing something that I knew just uh, there's the black and white. This is legal. This is what you can do. Here's what you're doing. You're paying your licenses. You're paying your fees. You're following whatever guidelines it is, wherever you choose to live. Um and work in the industry. I mean, me personally, that's how I feel. I would like to be doing something that I, I didn't have any sort of worry or paranoia about. And, um, I, you know, I can't do that with what, what our current situation is. Right. Hey, um, you know, I can chime in on that. There's another, there's another important point involved there. There's a heck of a lot of people that, that use cannabis or, you know, infuse it in some, in some way into their life that have, uh, professional licenses or are under, uh, regulatory control from some regulatory, you know, board and they're, they're subject to losing their license and possibly, you know, their careers or their um, ability to, to perform in a professional capacity just because of a cannabis arrest. So that's, that makes legality that much more important as well. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of offshoot issues with it. I mean, I, I just think that ultimately we're, we need legalization, was this the right, absolutely 100% perfect bill? Probably not. Will the next one be? No. Probably not. Um, 
you know um for me it took a lot of time to come up come to my decision on this issue and you know what i appreciate your your question there about taxation because honestly that was one of the big things that was on my mind um because i don't support a lot of the things that the government do um but um at the same time man i i do I do want to live in this in this country freely doing something that I know I cannot be persecuted for and um you know that's that's just where I'm at and it, no. it, you know No I yeah I can feel for everybody's situation it's just funny cuz I called in because I you know the way it sounded on air was it's all oh yeah pro just we just want to get high and smoking smoking weed on on air and stuff like that and uh it just doesn't seem like you guys were talking so much about what it would do for the state as much as, oh, let's just legalize marijuana. Yeah, well, I mean, what it would do for the state, it's hard to tell what it would do for the state because we don't understand what will happen if we have a legal market that's regulated like that to the prices. So it's hard to make estimates as to exactly how much tax revenue it would bring in for the state. Um, but we know that it would bring in a shitload of tourism. I mean, we would become the biggest Amsterdam ever, um, and um, we would be able to— Well, that le- would depend on the county itself, ex- I mean, right? Definitely. The county is- definitely. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there, don't you think? So, I mean, that, don't you think there would be some that would really that would that would get into it and get behind it and, oh, tr- sure. and there, try and make the money? Yeah, like in the Bay Area. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm in San Diego. We'd be a dry county anyway. So, yeah, you think so? You think it would be completely dry? Oh yeah, you got a nasty old district district attorney down there. Yeah, she's a <laughs> python. <laughs> what do you think about what do you guys think about the commercial production of hemp? Love like it. Hemp for the fibers. I'm from Kentucky, man, and we were a big hemp growing state and um I I I think it's one of the it's a, one of the biggest injustices ever. It's huge. I think that uh I I don't know how, it it really didn't Prop 19 to me didn't make it clear as to how we were going to be able to uh use hemp. Um, in the state, but I imagine we were going to try and start getting into the hemp industry too. Uh, man, I mean, I'm, I'm big on it. Jamie, you're big on it, right? Oh, absolutely. That is That's... the biggest part about it that I'm in. in the, on the hemp side? Uh, yeah. The, you know, for the state. Sure. Sure. For the farmers would be able to grow some hemp. And export it because we'd probably be able to export it because we can import it from other countries. So if we can import it from other countries and we started growing it in this state, we could export it to other states, right? Um, I'm not, yeah, but I'm not talking about cannabis that you smoke. I'm talking no, about no, no, hemp. Right. Yeah, yeah. Industrial yeah. hemp. Industrial hemp. Industrial hemp, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, that would, I mean, I think that that, that would be a big, a big thing. And, and you know what? The thing is, is with Prop 19, they didn't really do any big estimates to how much money we would be making off of that. So that's why I'm saying it's hard to, to make a fiscal-like analysis of how much money it would really bring into the state. The, esti- the, the Secretary of State or whoever at the, you know, in Sacramento that made their estimates said it would have saved in law enforcement costs in the tens of mil- several tens of millions per year, and it would have uh, made the government um, in the hundreds of millions per year. And that's probably a conservative estimate, but then again, we don't know what would happen to prices and stuff. So um, as far as like money coming in, then you add on hemp to that, and, and you're really just looking at it like, well, it's hard to even say. Um, and uh, and I guess the thing I was just talking about with our with strawberry a second ago is 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 we're, we're doing a lot of talking about about money 
um, in regards to this. And, uh, is, you know, is that, is that the, uh, is that the, the biggest issue when it comes to whether we should have hemp or marijuana legal in this state? I mean, isn't it just, well, isn't it just the rational thing to do at some point? I think decriminalization is the way to go, not legalization. Yeah. That's a, that's a strong, I mean, yeah. A lot of people have that opinion. I'm, I mean, maybe more than an ounce the way it is now, but I don't see how it should be legal. You don't think it should be legal at all? I don't see how it would really work. Hmm. You really think that California will turn into Amsterdam with the federal government? Oh, we'd, ha- we'd have that fight. We'd, we would have that fight um, pretty quick, probably within the first year of it. Um, and there'd be different Supreme Court fights every year after that, probably for a while. Uh, it's hard to say, man. It's really hard to say. Um, we've had some uh, constitutional people. We've had. Have you, is this the first time you've listened to the show? Uh, yeah, actually, it is. How'd you find us? Uh, a friend of mine. A friend of yours. Um, this is a totally different format than what we're doing, than what we usually do, uh, by the way. Um, but um, we, we've talked a lot about this kind of stuff in the past. Um, I think that we, what was your constitutional, uh, the lady you had on here saying, um, Jamie, she was saying that they will continue to have the right to um, arrest people in California like they do now. I mean, they, they still have the right to come into California and arrest people, but they don't come in with all their guns blazing and arrest everybody. They make examples out of very few people. Wouldn't you say that's mm-hmm. accurate? Sure, sure. They they would have the the right to strike down the ruling um, uh, to say that uh, it's against that it goes against the supremacy clause. It go, or they would utilize the supremacy clause uh, supremacy clause to do that. Or they would say it goes against the uh, the Commerce Act is is or the two the Commerce Clause rather. Are, are the two things that they would, pro- the avenues they would probably take. Um, so, yeah, I mean, when it comes down to enforcement, shoot, if the whole state of California said, look, we're going to legalize, you know, what even up to an ounce, I mean, how are they going to really be able to regulate that? We're already in the middle of this battle. I mean, this is the battle yeah. we're having with 215. They have said, they have, we have had cases go through the Supreme Court. They have said, we have the right to send you to jail if you're a grower if you're a broker if you're a dispenser if you're a profit if you're a non-profit if you're a user anything um they they have the right to come here and arrest people and they they still do um so i mean we're still dealing with that but they just you know that big swoop that big huge swoop that people have expected has never really happened with it and and i wonder if it would with with uh with uh, you know more of a legalization effort, um, there's a you know there's a potential too that that maybe they'd try to sue us and stop us from doing this, um, and that's a whole other issue, like what they did with um, Arizona. Um, they, well, the difference is that that no, it's not a it's not messing with federal law. Um, whenever uh, they said that. Uh, there's no place, rather, to, to, to put it more clearly, there's no place that says that California has to have a state uh, drug law. Um, but as opposed to Arizona, the immigration deal, that is actually federal jurisdiction. And they, uh, that, that's, that's a state trying to come in and change what the feds uh, originally were uh, in control of. Because the law, so, the federal law, is that immigration is, is um, done strictly by the by – the, 
um, feds themselves, right? That's correct. So even like if a, if a, a local cop knows that he's got an illegal immigrant, like th- that has to be dealt with by the feds, not the local cop. Mm. But uh, so we don't have to, we don't it doesn't anywhere say we have to um, have our own local police efforts go or state funds go towards um, the dr- fighting the drug war. Right. That's uh, that's so but that's a very key difference. So, yeah, we, we had an interview. Uh, Jamie did a good 15 minute interview. And uh, I don't know how many episodes back was that? um uh, two 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 three? or three two or three yeah pretty good uh interview and um you know dude i'm glad you uh listened thanks thanks for um thanks for finding us man i'm glad you found us it's good to know we have some listeners down in san diego yeah no problem so you guys are totally in favor of um of 19 men up there or what's up 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 where in this area in general or at the show Yes, exactly. In the area in general, in the, in the show, because it sounded pretty pro, pro um, nineteen up there, you know. I voted. Uh, I voted yes on on Prop nineteen. Uh, Cogs voted yes on Prop nineteen. Jamie, would you have voted yes on Prop nineteen? Yeah, were I in California, I likely would have voted yes on Prop 19. Um, I'm more interested and would have preferred to have, uh, from what I've read so far about the Jack Herrera. Um, initiative or at least designed for an initiative it, it, it sounded like it was much preferable over prop 19 but you know we don't have that in effect now working on this for uh you know a couple decades you get an opportunity like this and you want to you want to give it your best shot so all right hey, can i just say one last little thing to all the viewers out there sure sure all right cool Oh, um, yeah, I just think that uh, <laughs> that I'm really happy that Prop 19 didn't pass, and for all those people out there that... Uh, I'm really happy that Prop 19 didn't pass. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, man. We appreciate it. <laughs> um, uh, <Wow>. Yeah. <laughs> We do have that. Uh, some, the, <laughs> the music was gonna was gonna totally screw up the sound there, but um, uh, he sounded like he was having a good time <laughs> celebrating Not with a boom and a thump. Yep, there you go. See, so there's a um, pot enthusiast in California that uh, did not want Prop 19 to pass. Um, we've now talked to two tonight. Um, it's uh, a whole nother uh, world from what a lot of our national and global listeners could really imagine don't you think jamie to to yeah uh, i mean this might be a kind of trippy analogy but or you know comparison but just think of it like you're you're in the dating pool and you haven't had a date for a little while and you've been working on it forever and there's this girl and she's pretty high and you kind of like her and you have an opportunity to possibly get get a hookup but uh there's this other girl you like more but she's not going to be around for a little while if she does come around you know, and the one that you're looking at now is here and you can, you know, maybe talk to her and get an opportunity to hook up. It's kind of like, you know, that's kind of helps to explain a little bit what I was, what my, my personal line of thinking was on Prop 19. 
You know, I think a lot of people probably thought you know, something similar to that. I mean, I'm sure they didn't use that kind of a crazy analogy. Oh, yeah, but, sure. Surely yeah. not. <laughs> That's a but, good uh, one, dude. I like that analogy. But, <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty uh, it's pretty accurate. I mean, it's a good way to, to say it. I mean, it, the opportunity is here, and this is really a true um, tangible opportunity right now. I just so, had a chance to you know, vote on cannabis legalization. I had a chance to participate in the process of uh, deciding whether or not we could legalize cannabis. This was a exactly huge right. deal for me, a huge deal for me. Uh, last uh, fall, um, the first time that me and my lady split, uh, I was um, out with my son and a friend. Um, it was actually with Kiefer Northerland. And um, we were leaving a uh, craft store, um, and there was this, uh, there was this, this uh, dude right outside the store tabling for uh, what the time was Prop 19, and I didn't know what it was, but he was trying to get signatures to uh, get an uh, initiative on the ballot w that would legalize marijuana. And um, my initial feelings were, what the fuck are you doing here? What is this shit? Are you serious? You're going to ruin this for us. You're going you're gonna to take what we have, and it's going to get destroyed, and this area is going to be ruined, and everything is going to be screwed. And that was my very first initial reaction to the very thought of legalization. Um, for me, that was a crazy, crazy experience because very quickly after having that emotional reaction to that, I started thinking really hard. I was like, wait a minute, what the hell? Just... The idea of legalization, without me having any clue what it was in the in the in the um, in the initiative itself that he was trying to get signatures for, just the thought of legalization made me have that reaction, and I started to question that really fast and really dive into it. And then I started thinking about where my roots came from in this business, and me sitting back in my dorm room in in Western Kentucky, um, thinking about how. I could somehow potentially play an instrumental role in legalizing cannabis at some point in my life. And um, um, it really, really made me think about it. And I started to think about, well, how did I go from at one point, you know, having these activist roots to so suddenly becoming just this complete protectionist? Um, mm -hmm. And I thought about it for weeks, man, it, for weeks, literally for weeks. I was like, oh, my God, I can't, you know, and I started to try and dive into that. And that's when the idea for this show came up. And um, that's when I pitched it to Matt and uh, we talked about it a few times. And then we, uh, you know, I, immediately we knew you were the guy to do the show with Jamie. And um, we yeah, from what I from what I recall, I had had a, a separate conversation and, and mentioned to him that I was interested in possibly doing a show like this. And Cogs told me, wow, that's amazing because uh, Pot was just talking about the same thing. That's, that's, uh, that's, um, I, uh, see, I didn't even know that. That's interesting. You yeah. Didn't, yeah. That, that, so it really kind of came, uh, came together organically as well. Sweet. So we were both on the same tip and it's, you know, obviously the momentum that the movements got going that, that we were feeling, but at the time that wasn't it for me at the time for me, it was, uh, I want to dive into this. I want to find out why it is that I'm in, because it, it's a very interesting, interesting, um, culture to like, somehow create this paradigm this 
this, you know, rhetoric, propaganda that's somehow filtered into my head that there is absolutely no way that legalization could ever be good for the people in my community. Um, and I, I just, I, I just was like floored that somehow I was affected by something outside of myself. Perhaps it was money. Perhaps it was money and propaganda. I have no idea what it is that made me feel like that. I don't, I don't, I didn't understand it and I wanted to dive into it and I wanted to get back into, um, learning about what was going on all over the world and all over the country with cannabis and reconnecting with my roots. <clears throat> and I quickly reminded myself of the persecution that people in this country are faced with, um, due to their, uh, the, the fact they use cannabis even, uh, and especially when they grow it or sell it. And, um, uh, really, we started looking really, so we have new listeners apparently for this show. Um, and we're probably, we're, I mean, right now we've been gaining a lot of listeners, so, uh, it's been growing really fast. Um, we are a nationwide show. Uh, um, a lot of our listeners are very pro any sort of legalization because of what you said, Jamie, it's the, you know, she's pretty cute, you know, um, and um, right. it, and, and in, when we have California participants, it brings on a whole nother level to this discussion. That's very much important for it. Um, it's just it's just it's just really interesting um, because we took on Prop 19 from the very beginning of the show when we started it in early February, and we've we've been taking it on ever since then. And we've all read it, and uh, we've all listened to rhetoric from both sides, and we've listened to a lot of stories from both sides. We've listened to so many clips and. And um, interviewed people, et cetera, et cetera. Took me, I think that I finally decided that I was going to vote yes on it. And like, it was probably May. It was probably like right when we started releasing the podcasts. And uh, we took heat at first because I wasn't sure. I was so unsure that I was going to vote yeah. I was, I mean, I considered no on the show for, for a while. And um, just kept learning and kept learning and kept talking and kept thinking about my experiences here in California and what I know about this place and how things work and, and just was starting to feel like everything can be okay. It's not this big, scary, scary beast that uh, people are trying to make it out to be. And um, I felt like it was, it was the right decision uh, for what we had now. I was thinking about now. Um, right. I wasn't thinking about 2012. I mean, the world's supposed to fucking end in 2012 anyway. Why should I be thinking <laughs> about 2012 all that much? Um, so you know, if the if the proposal uh, came forth in 2012 and it was better, I mean, it could still go up um, on the ballot and get voted in yeah. and supp supplant this one. You know? Yeah, it could repeal that and replace it with this. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the, yep. the way that you could do it. And if um, people with money were so inclined to to do that, it could be done. I mean, that's right. That's our right. It might be California. expensive to do such a thing impractical from a from expense, you know, a cost perspective but uh yeah maybe uh maybe we're the right thing happened you know and in, in, in truth maybe maybe this uh upcoming 2012 election will be the one that we get we really get it uh at least closer to to getting it right and maybe that would be uh more desirable but yeah i mean we that's the that's the only way we can look at these things from here from this point we have another, i think it's we have another caller i think we do let's check yeah out. Yes. Hello. What's up? Hello. Welcome to the agenda. Yeah. Hmm. How's it going, Pat? Good, man. How are you? All right. It's me, Sauce. Yo, what's up, brother? How you doing? 
nothing. Shit talking. Good, good. You're a shit talking, motherfucker, dude. <laughs> yeah, you are too, motherfucker. I know, man. That's just the way I roll. You talk shit, I'm gonna talk shit back. Yeah. You're the only person I called a name over this whole fucking issue the entire time, and I've been very involved in it. So, just so you know that, fucker. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I feel very uh, gifted. You're 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 good at that, huh? You're good at pushing buttons. I'm pretty good at it too. I. uh yeah, I hit a soft spot. You hit a soft spot on me when you called me fat, you bastard. I called, no, well, yeah, I, you called me a limp. Dick, fat fucker. Yeah, you called me a limp. And oh, fat fucker, isn't I? Like, fuck fat chicks? Or I'm a fat yeah. fucker. Uh, I was thinking of it as like, I'm a fat dude. No, no. <laughs> See, I don't know that. Um, you're saying that's from a movie, dude. I don't know the lines from movies. Yeah, you, dude, come on. You're you. you okay, it's I've been talking. It's the girl with dreads. I I have been talking with people. This some people remember girl. movies and some people remember different shit. I don't remember things from movies as much, man. Like especially from like like uh, quirky comedies like that. I don't know. It just doesn't stick in my head. So so that's over my head, dude. I got a. Uh, and I mean, I was I was just yeah. Anyway, I, I'm I'm uh, I I'm sorry, I and I, I was a dick, and uh, you were a fucking dick too, you fucking dick. So yeah, well, I'm kind of sorry, but you're kind not of about everything. Yeah, not about not about everyone that voted yes. You still think idiot. so? You still think everyone everyone that voted yes are fucking idiots and know nothing about it? Um, that's your original yeah. statement. Yeah, that's where this yeah. started. Yeah. That's where this started. You still believe yeah. that? Yeah, that's pretty really. So there's so there's no way that uh, anyone that's that's like it, it has it makes no sense. Prop 19 is just it's just a bunch of bullshit that some potheads got together and they're like, dude, let's let's fucking legalize this shit, man. And like, we'll tell the state to make money like it like the, the state's not going to make shit. Like, I wish we had Chris Conrad they on the think phone. They right are. Now. Yeah, but they're, they're they're not gonna make shit. And like, the the only good thing that came from it to me was allowing farmers to grow hemp. Like, and to me, bioremediation, right? Government. That's exactly right, dude. Uh-huh. It's fucking bullshit to me, though, that the U.S. government considers that type of cannabis, which is an obvious different species because it has no fucking THC. They consider it. A Schedule One drug, a Schedule One narcotic—that's sure. fucking bullshit. Right. Like Agreed. to me, they should make it that all cannabis, like you guys were saying earlier, should be like lettuce. Like it's fucking bullshit. It's a plant. How can you make a plant the same thing as a uh, as a powder, like or as like heroin? You know, like a goo or something. Like it pisses me off. Like <laughs> and like I agree with uh, what uh, Bobby said earlier. The guy that just called. Like, it should be completely decriminalized. It shouldn't be legalized for you to have just an ounce, like, and then you still need to go get a medical card. Like, what's, like, I don't... Well, not everybody needs more than an ounce, though. I mean, I agree. I think that an ounce is is limiting, especially for people that smoke as much weed as you do. Um, But, uh, I mean, you need it for medicine, right? Yeah, I mean, and there's a lot of other people that do. Right, but there's and, but a like, lot of people don't buy over ounces. This was made by people that see retail sales all the time and know that know how much people buy. Don't you agree that this would have meant less policing? You think this would have meant more policing or less policing? Yeah, because it would be it would be treated more 
like a, a controlled substance. Like, I mean, it already is, but it'll be more like alcohol where, like, if you get caught and you're underage, like, or if whoever gave it to you, they're fucked even harder. Like, it's... Let's, let me think about how I want to express this. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're on air, you fucking stoner. <laughs> Hey, whoa, who's talking? <laughs> we smoked some LA Confidential. What have you been puffing on tonight, dude? I don't know. Um, some type of fish. Nice, nice. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So it, you think, okay, so you were talking about, you are talking about p- like, kids okay, getting in like trouble for, for having it, right? Let's say me and my brother, I have, I have a younger brother. He's not 18. He's He's under 18. And if if I'm hanging out with him and we we're having a thing experience, like me and him puffing down a joint, you know, and all of a sudden a cop rolls up on us, I go to prison. Like, that's that's not fucking cool, you know. Like, whereas right now with my medical, like, I I it's like I have my medical. And my brother, I believe, should be smoking because he has a medicinal need also, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's, and like, as his brother, <clears throat> I'm not technically his legal guardian, but I'm old enough to be, and I can't act as his legal guardian when I'm in those situations. And like, that's fucked up for me to go to jail if that happens, you know? Right. I agree. <clears throat> I agree. I think it's fucked up for you to go to jail. And, um, you may not go to jail for it, actually. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's all the cop's decision. Right. Like, I understand that. Like, and it depends on what neighborhood you're in. Cause if you're in a shitty neighborhood, you're going to go to jail. But if you're in a nice neighborhood, you're not going to go to jail. And like, it depends on what kind of car you drive and what zip codes on your license. Like right. a lot of shit comes into play when cops are making decisions, whether or not they want to arrest you or not. Sure, <clears throat> definitely, and also whether you get prosecuted, even what a court thinks, what a what a jury thinks, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but uh, y- you know, uh, if you're if he's under, so in your situation right now, your brother is under eighteen, and you think he should be able to use medical marijuana, but you can't help him do it because you're not his guardian, and your parents will not support that. Yeah. So. Why don't you try to become his legal guardian? Because I love my parents. I respect them, and I have no desire to take that. How old is he? Um, right. How old is he's, he? Uh, he's 16 now. 16? Is he almost 17? No. No? Well, I mean, I, you know, I mean, why don't you just not get him his pot if you're worried about going to jail for it? Uh, we don't live in the same time. So you don't even have to worry about that then? Um, okay. Well, I, I just, I guess, I guess. When I'm with him. When you're with him. You don't want to get in trouble for having pot around him or for smoking smoking weed with him? Yeah. Then you should be careful not to do that. Well, and the other thing is under the current law, you can already get in trouble for that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, if I have to end up going to court for... Um, family-related issues, dealing with my son or whatever. Um, I've already talked with attorneys about what can happen in relation to marijuana and your children. And um, even with 215, um, it protects you a decent amount. Um, for instance, you can uh, you can smoke weed 
you just if if um if like say you go into court and your baby's mama is saying he smokes weed around the kid all the time in his face in the house getting him high and sh- the, the court will then test his hair and see or her hair and see if that's true right and if it's true do you know what they tell you to do smoke outside <laughs> so i mean it's not it's not i mean as long as you're careful it's just like it is now i mean you could get drunk with your kid you I mean, with your brother, you just probably should not be out partying with him until he's 18 years old and under any circumstances, until he's an adult and it's his choice, you know, even, uh, I mean, and, and pro- be providing him his alcohol. Um, when I, when, I mean, that's, what? That, that, that's an adult in the eyes of the United States government. Like, like what I consider an adult is someone who's responsible enough to make their own decisions and know the consequences of the decisions that they're going to make. Sure. 18, right? But that's the law federally, right? Like, that's when you're an adult? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, like, in Europe, like, you can be, what, like, 12 and drink alcohol. Like, so, but, be, so, so we shouldn't, so we shouldn't, ha- so when we try to pass a legalization bill in California, we should just, we should just make sure that it doesn't have any legal age requirements. That's that's my issue. It shouldn't be just in California. It needs to be a nationwide legalization. It has to be that, like, just removing it off, like you were saying, descheduling it. Like, sure. without that happening, shit's not going to happen. Like, the U.S. government said, uh, I think a week or two ago, that if Prop 19 does pass, they're going to come in and they're not going to allow it anyway. So no, they like, they didn't say they're not going to allow it. They said they will pursue every legal avenue that they can to try to stop it completely and then to at least be able to still continue having the right to per- prosecute it if they want to. That's what they said. And then what would happen then, though? We would end up waiting around, playing with our balls, waiting for the, the fucking judges in the courts to make stupid ass decisions. That's what we've been doing with 215. That's what we've been doing with 215 for 14 years. That's exactly what we've been doing with 215 and continue to do to the very day. Have squabbles with the federal government over it over and over and over again and they win every time. They win every time. They have the right to arrest all of us if they want to. And they could throw us all in jail. They have that right right now. And um, what 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 is it that changes about that? What? What, why? They still have that right. They still will have the right. Definitely, they would have the right to do it. But how much do they exercise it? To some degree, to some degree, participating in the marijuana trade, don't you feel like a civil disobedient? Like you're actually making a political statement? No, because I do everything legally. It's not. A, I, I follow the laws. Yeah. I'm. I'm not breaking any laws with anything I do. <laughs> Ever. Completely sure? I mean, depending on what county I am, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, for me, honestly, I really don't know anybody that couldn't get in trouble ever for marijuana in California. Um, I really don't. I don't think I know anybody. People, bre- Someone breaks some rule somewhere. I mean, you know, you, you could be the one smoking a doobie on the fucking plaza and be the one that gets a ticket for it. That could be you. Could be. You know? So, I don't know. For me, getting into this, I did it as a form of originally of civil disobedience and of uh, of uh, as a political statement um, for something that I believed in. 
And I know you believe in cannabis too, dude. I mean, you're, you, you're doing some interesting research, some doors that, that, uh, could be opened at some point that could have very, very interesting implications. And, uh, We'd love to talk to you specifically about that in the future on, on this show, if, if you'd ever uh, be interested in telling us what you're finding. It's fuck the U.S. government for making a plant schedule one narcotic. It's a fucking plant fucking idiot. Fuck. Totally. I know. It's the ultimate battle. That's the one we want to win ultimately. But I mean, we still just like, you know, that's the war. We're still just like in these battles, like trying to get as much rights for people as possible. We're it's, all with you there, though. Yes. All, all on board. Hey, man. Thanks for calling in, bastard. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> all right, man. I'll see you with a smile next time I see you, okay? You got it, dude. All right, dude. Peace. It looks like the elections are all oh. shit canned. Yeah, what a what a night. <laughs> yeah. As a recap, yeah. all med all medical marijuana uh, propositions uh, statewide have failed. Is that correct? Yeah, all of them are done. Proposition nineteen is uh, a no go. Big shit can. Looks like it lost pretty big. Our friend Jay over there in Wisconsin didn't fare as well as we hoped he would have. Um, but, you know, all in all, I guess that's still a victory for certain, um, not to be discounted, that he got in there and he actually ran on this ticket uh, with a lot of support and, you know, a lot of conversation getting in the, into the public's uh, perception and, and awareness. But one good, uh, potentially good note about this election it looks as if uh, Illinois is going to reelect Quinn as their governor. Um, as far as uh, from a medical cannabis perspective, I think that's certainly much better than Brady would have been. Yeah. Um, that's the Illinois. That's your guy there. That's our gubernatorial guy. Yeah. You, you think it's going to happen or is it pretty much that's what they're claiming did happen? It's over. Um, well, it's almost completely in. There's uh, see <laughs> the interesting part about this race. He won uh, Alexander County. It's very in the southern tip of Illinois. Really small, just a few thousand votes there. Um, he didn't really win it by that much either, five percent. He won by just one uh, percent in Jackson County, which is only about twelve, thirteen thousand votes. Um, St. Clair County, he barely won by one percent, and that's only about seventy thousand, uh, seventy thousand votes. And the rest of the state, Brady took over. So the entire state on this graph is all red, except those two little counties in the bottom. And what really made Quinn uh, take over was uh, the Chicago vote. 64% in the Chicago area voted in favor of uh, the Democratic candidate. candidate. So, And uh, it looks like women um, voted just a little bit higher than males. So we'll see... Uh, We'll see how it comes out, but it looks uh, pretty uh, pretty definite at this point that uh, Quinn's going to be in there. Or pretty likely. I don't want to say definite by any means. So, uh, is that a wrap, guys? Yeah, that's a wrap. Interesting experiment this evening. Hope people enjoyed it. Um, uh, oh. We do... Yeah, we do. If you guys are still out there, hey, let us know what you thought about the agenda today. Should we have uh, done it any d differently? Should we have done it like a, no a regular agenda and just like infuse the results as we went and took the calls whenever they came in? Um, should we do this again in the future, just on regular agenda days every once in a while, stream it, um, and so that people can call in and be live? Uh, 
there's new listeners out there right now. Thank you all so much for for uh, tuning in. Um, this has been a, a real ride, and uh, we're going to stay on this roller coaster. We're all amped about this project mm-hmm. and um, about moving forward um, as a, as uh, with unity um, as much as possible amongst the movement. Um, so uh, hopefully now we can start working on something that uh, people within the movement can agree upon more. Wouldn't that be nice, Jamie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're headed that way. We're, we're heading there? Cool. We do have a uh, a clip for the end of the show, uh, maybe a little humor to uh, to brighten the day. Oh, sh- so. I was going to ask you. I hope it's a positive thing. Yeah, <laughs> you can use that right now. Uh, commercials about <laughs> if Prop nineteen pa- if, if Prop nineteen would have passed. So uh, we'll be rolling that in just a minute. All right, guys. <laughs> Peace. Until next time. Agenda, your weekly source for cannabis-related news and informed discussion. We podcast for an hour every Monday covering topics related to cannabis legalization, medical marijuana, and market-related information. You can follow online with us at CannabisAgenda.com. time to eat breakfast and get high. Have you tried Waken Bacon? I don't have time to smoke and... No, silly. Waken Bacon. Waken Bacon is the only breakfast that gives you munchies and cures them at the same time. It's a new high in breakfast making. Waken Bacon. Coming up at 9, police reporting that violent crime dropped yet again this month. Your insurance is thorough, but does it cover everything? Like, what if your heart starts beating fast? That can happen. Or your trash can catches on fire. United Ranch Premium Package protects you from these scenarios and hundreds of others you probably never even thought of. Like, what if you have a tickle in your throat? Sure, it's nothing now, but... With Royal Plum and more as Purple Week continues on the Color Channel. Consumer Reports call the Volcano Vaporizer the number one... Now on Blu-ray, the Academy Award-winning film, Super Troopers. Izine eye drops make you look less stoned. So you can- now that's what I call the greatest song ever collects only the greatest songs of all time. My Sharona, greatest song ever. The guitar solo is pure fire. No, 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 wait. Theme from Shaft? Wait, this is the greatest song ever. When those cymbals kick in, it's like, oh, man. Scion is back tonight at 8, 9 central on Color Channel 2. Do you have a seriously awesome idea? We can help you patent it. Every day, we help turn thousands of legitimately really cool ideas like the donut burger, the reverse microwave, and beanbag office chairs into real products sold in stores. Send in your ideas now before you forget. And now you can leave a set of house keys with your local RJ Pizzarelli so you don't have to get up to open the door for the delivery man. This week on Must See TV, NBC's got Tim and Eric. Everyone's got spaghetti fever. But not everyone's so amused. That's this Thursday at 9 on NBC, followed by an all-new Yo Gabba Gabba. Leaving you totally immobilized, so you're going to have to cut a hole in your esophagus to allow oxygen to flow throughout your entire body. But it's too late now, man, because you've gone under. Who knows, man? Maybe you're going into the spirit world, the afterlife. Are you prepared?